1: Right, and he he had just read a line from the Bible about coming into him, and I was like, okay, and now he's on a beautiful sunset walk.
2: And then there's just more coming talk the whole time. Yeah,
1: there's, there's a lot of <laughs> <big> coming <laughs> talk. They had to be doing this on purpose at a certain
2: point. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I threw some of the Eli Bosnick stories into here, especially when he was like, Jesus, please come into me. Oh, fuck. Please, oh, please Jesus. come into me. Oh, oh. <laughs> Who's your holy father? Yeah, all we needed was for the (laughs) wife to join in and start calling out for daddy, and you have my many vids account.
3: God Awful (sighs) Movies. Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because we've gone too far to turn back now. I'm your host, Noah Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath right, Heath, welcome back.
1: Thanks, Noah. Rapture movie. What's going to happen? I don't know. Only seen 37 <laughs> of these. Can't yes. wait to find out.
3: And uh, yeah, so, yeah, so many times I was like, have we done, we haven't done, haven't done this. Okay. And sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir?
0: Oh, what's that? I couldn't hear you over. Heath requesting a rapture-tacular
3: for the next seven weeks in a row. (laughs) All right, Heath, if that's what you want.
1: Okay, yeah, this podcast? Yeah, great.
3: (laughs) And also joining us today, making her triumphant return to god-awful movies, is host of the Talk Nerdy Podcast and science communicator extraordinaire, Cara Santa Maria. Cara, welcome back.
2: Hey, I'm here and I'm on the same coast as you guys. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: right. We're all in the same
2: time zone today. She
0: put us off long (laughs) enough. She was like, "Ugh, moving. Still haven't unpacked (laughs) all the boxes. I got this one. She had a ring box that she just kept sending me a
3: picture of. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't unpacked it. (laughs) So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today?
1: We watched Years of the Beast. It's the story of the rapture without one single Goddamn scorpion horse locust lion with a lady face. Right? It's so yeah. disappointing every time. I think we got one once and it was it was a really bad attempt. But zero this time.
3: Well, it was a silhouette, yeah.
1: Yeah, and one ghost one, yeah. Yeah. You're making a movie. There's like five interesting things in the entire Bible. This is one of them. This is great for a movie. Yeah. Right. Make a scorpion horse locust with a lady face and a lion and whatever. Pour out some bowls.
3: And and, and, and there's a dragon in it. But- yeah. Krakens.
1: Yeah. Eat some
3: poop. <laughs> what? But- what is that? That's in the Bible too. Yeah. It's in the Bible. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Read a book. book of Ezekiel.
2: <laughs>
0: that, I, I can understand why you'd think that was an Eli Bosnick original, but that one—that <laughs> one's from
3: the Bible. I promise. And Eli, how bad was this movie? As as opposed to like eating poop, you know, like on a scale of one to eating poop.
0: Ooh, all right. On a scale of one to eating poop. Well, if you love the short shorts and white man froze of the 1980s, but there's not enough neener neenering in advance of literally every living human in the film being wrong. You will love this movie. It's the Vax Two of 1980s apocalypses. Oh, everybody, right now it's like a call forward.
3: I'm going to put it right there at a five. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is so there anything you just want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go second best worst God weapon. Ooh. So nothing will ever eclipse. The God of the Quran shooting a Quran inside a magical lightning bolt and slicing mm-hmm. off Salman Rushdie's head with it. Right, yep. no fair, mm-hmm. fair. But we get Christian God doing just sun and a little bit of piano music, mostly. Yep. As a weapon. Yep.
3: yep. Lens flare. And <laughs> yellow blobs, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that was a fun one.
2: I'm going to go with best worst Jewish Christian. You'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll
3: see. We'll get to him. Well, you haven't seen the unexpected bar mitzvah, so I guess that's fair. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: exactly. Are you talking about the devout Christian named Kleinman? By any <laughs> <sense>?
0: <laughs> Gary? Hello, everybody. Here I am to talk to you about <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I got out of my safe inside this old
3: movie <laughs> studio, you see. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: You gotta be a patron to get that joke.
3: (laughs) You gotta be a patron to hear that joke shit.
2: (laughs) Your patrons sign NDAs, right? That's how yeah, they that. yeah, right? no, yeah, that is yeah. part of it.
0: You know how you get that little welcome yeah. letter? Ours is actually an acknowledgement of terms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Strangely enough, it's just like Kanye's school in terms of anti-Semitism. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we have parkour days. There's a lot but in common between us and Kanye's now
1: closed academy. And we're shut down. And we're shut down. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So, okay, so I was going to go with Best Worst Husband. Mm, yeah. Right? The main character of this movie hates his wife so goddamn much. He's such a piece of shit to her. And the movie never acknowledges that. Like, like I assumed, like, when he became a Christian, he was going to be like, Honey, I'm sorry that I've been a piece of shit to you, like, literally every scene that we've shared together. But they never get around to that. He's just shit.
0: Yeah, I don't remember where it is, but somewhere in my notes I have, Noah, when did they invent being nice to your wife? <laughs> I'm going to go with 1982. Yeah, yeah. it was, certainly was post-81. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Best Worst Unnecessary Rapture Edition. So has, as Heath mentioned, this is our 37th Rapture now. That might be low. I, I just pulled I, I feel that number I feel like out. that's low, it actually. Low. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's somewhere in the 30s, and they aged like a fine mm. wine for me. And the thing that I love most about watching the Rapture for the 38th time is what has the crazy person who made this
1: movie added to the rapture this time and oh lordy it's a good one in this movie (laughs) the rapture system (laughs) is insane we'll get to the details of it none of it makes sense
3: alright well I'll tell you what you can bet that any movie with years in the title is going to run a little long so we're going to take a moment to brace ourselves but we'll be back with all the rapture checklist bullshit that is Years of the Beast
2: Ooh, I love her eyes. They really sparkle in her face. Damn it, Kara, no. What? That wasn't
1: good? No, it wasn't good. Hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah, we heard Eli yelling at Kara. Kara, did you explain to him that the moon isn't flat again? Okay, number one, we agreed to put a pin in my theory about the moon. That's
0: definitely wrong. Yeah. Nobody agreed a- Absolutely to no. not. And two, two, no, we're getting ready for vulgarity for charity, and Kara's being way too nice. Vulgarity for charity?
3: You mean our annual fundraiser for modest needs, a tax accept charity that helps prevent people who aren't eligible for other kinds of
2: help from slipping into poverty? That's the one. Okay, but why do we need to be mean for a charity fundraiser?
1: Well, that's the fun part. See, all you got to do is donate $50 or more. Send us proof at vulgarityforcharity at gmail.com, all spelled out, and tell us who you want us to roast. Then we deliver a scathingly brutal roast to the person of your choice. That's right. We randomly choose 100 roasts, and then our top
0: 100 donors are guaranteed their roast.
2: Nice. So what do I need to do to donate again?
0: Just donate 50 bucks to any cause you like on ModestDeeds.org. Or their general fund. Mm-hmm. And send us proof to charity at gmail.com.
3: That's the word for, not the number. And tell us who you'd like us to roast. And don't forget to include a picture or description if they're not famous.
1: All right. So what do you say, Kara? You feel like uh, you're up for it?
2: I sure am, you sh**.
1: Wow! What too? Way too far.
3: Yeah.
2: Too mean? Yeah.
1: We'll work on it. Thick eyebrows are a sign of virility, Cara Santa Maria. Virility—that's known science. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.
0: Hey, Cara. Hey, Eli. What's up? I was wondering if you know you and me could go to therapy Mm. together. Yeah, you know you just you haven't been on the show for so long. I assume we. Have some issues to work through, but I want you to know that I'm willing to work through them if you are. Um, Eli. I know, I know it's going to be hard, but therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex
2: engine called you. Yeah, I know that, Eli. I am a therapist. And as the
0: world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash awful. That's
2: BetterHelp dot com slash awful. Eli, I didn't miss the show because I was mad at you. you. You didn't? No, I had surgery and then I moved across the country.
0: Oh. <gasps> Any chance we go to therapy with Heath? Why would I go to therapy with Heath? Oh, he's still pretty mad about what you said about his eyebrows in the last sketch. Well, yeah, but I meant that. Eli, did you ask? I did, buddy. It's not looking good. Did you tell her about the virility thing? Actually, long eyebrows are considered... A a sign of virility. I read the email. She read the email, bud. Still a no-go. Boo. (laughs) Boo.
3: (laughs) And we're back for the breakdown and we're going to open up on a disclaimer that's like, okay, this is fictional. Yes but not that fictional.
0: <laughs> We're not prophets. We're just repeating the words of prophets. Right.
1: But yeah. we kind of are prophets, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes. humbler, humbler.
1: It actually says that.
0: And then they immediately follow that with, in loving memory of a guy who died waiting for this prophecy to come true. Right. Try not to think too much about it.
3: <laughs> so specifically, they say, in memory of Lester K. Quick, a man who watched the eastern sky. And I'm like... If that dude got hit by an eastbound truck. That's really fucking funny, right? If that's, <laughs> but I don't think that's what they meant.
2: It was sort of a weird intro because it was like Christy. Like you could tell where it was going, but it's kind of old and it has a vibe. And like, then this dude is reading Faust. And I was like, I don't know. Am I into this? I think I might be into this. I yeah. would not. That went away pretty quick this. for you. Yeah. Pretty yep. pretty
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the, the
3: Faust monologue was the high point of the film. Yeah. It was also the high point of my entire Google search history, trying to figure out what he was quoting here. This is that's mm-hmm. the most highbrow gam Googling has ever. been. <laughs> yeah. So, so but yeah, so we're going to meet the professor. This is Professor Steven. He's the main character, I guess, of the film. And he's finishing up a class right before semester break.
1: OK, mm-hmm. the end of the semester happens right at the end of this class. Why would the end of the semester be the opening monologue of Felt? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who does that? Anyways, that's how the play we just finished studying began. (laughs) Right? (laughs) You're welcome. It's literally the first thing after the prologues.
2: Yes. Okay. And like also have the people who made this movie ever been to college? Because at the very end of class, the students clapped. Yes. Yep. Have you guys ever been in a class where the students clapped? I actually have.
1: I had an amazing philosophy professor who would get (laughs) so into it and he'd make like a really poignant finish on all his lectures. And then sometimes he would literally do a backflip
0: and we would go nuts. (laughs) I mean, if if one of my professors had ever done a backflip, I absolutely would have clapped. Same, same.
3: In this moment, I felt like I had really been cheated out of an education. I was like, you guys, we went to fancier schools. Is this a thing that they... um... (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, so everybody claps. And then we the camera follows Professor Steven out across the campus. And we get credits as a hippie chick sings to, to us about Jesus for, I'm going to say, conservatively, 23 years.
0: Yeah. My music note here is the woman who should have died instead of Mama Cass. No, <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. I wrote music. Now, that's what I call Bible camp.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And of course, this is where we first are introduced to the fact that this movie has a character named Pug. In it, oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, Very yeah. Very exciting for Eli.
1: Yeah. It's not a dog. It's just a character's nickname is Pug. I
0: was almost said best, worst, disappointing credits. Yeah, right. Even after they spoiled it for me, I was like, maybe that's not the Pug they're talking about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice, though, that they played like the end credits at the beginning of them? Like the whole thing. It was like first AD, grip. Like, why do we need all this at the beginning of the movie? Yeah.
3: So that at the end, it can just say the end and everybody can walk out of a (laughs) theater that's lit.
1: Faster. That
3: was not. not shown in a theater. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Fair.
1: Also, the credits spoil the movie. There's a credit for Prime Minister. And then it says in parentheses, The Beast. Right after <laughs> that. Which, like, okay, I fucking know that because I've seen 38 of these things. But, like,
3: right. yeah, yeah. just <laughs> let, it,
1: let us find out in the movie. Yeah,
3: right. No, there was a credit in there for, like, Plague Victim. It's like, oh, come on, guys. You're really tipping your hands. Yeah. <laughs> So, but this ends when when Professor Stephen gets to a payphone and he calls his wife, and we're introduced to just what a shitty relationship these two <laughs> people have. Right. She, she's yep. like, oh, hey, can you pick up a few things from the grocery store on your way home? And he's like, Jesus woman, why must you uh, fucking harass me at every turn? Oh, God, I hate you so much.
1: <laughs> then there's five minutes of just like clicking forks and knives on a plate while they don't talk to each other.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I will say, though, I did relate to this
0: interchange where he's like, fine, fine. What do you want from the store?" And the wife's like, I don't remember. I wrote in my notes. Oh, the Anna Bosnick story. <laughs> oh, <no>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, she, he got her pretty worked up. She was stressed. Yeah, talking right. Talking about how she can't get her dad on the phone. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs>
3: Yeah, she needs milk, bread, eggs, flashlight batteries, coffee, hamburger, flashlight batteries. And then he's like, fuck you. You said the same thing twice. I am Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I wish I had married someone else. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So. So then, Stephen, before he leaves, he's got to go chat with Professor Carl. Right. So he stops by Professor Carl's office. And it turns out that Professor Carl got fired with all the big cutbacks that just happened.
2: That doesn't oh. happen, though. Like. This dude seems like he's been there a while. Like he should have tenure, right? You would for think sure. they don't fire professors.
1: Oh, he probably gave some kids a C on a hard test. Oh
2: and yeah, then, yeah. Was, then
1: he got fired. Yeah, That'll that. do it these days. Yeah. <laughs> so Carl, Carl got fired, and we find out right away the university is canceled for, for the next <laughs> semester. Yeah. yeah. This university ran out of funding like a car ran ran out of gasoline, and it's just yeah, like, oh, exactly. We're stopping exactly. it
0: exactly. Carl looks like the Lorax settled down and became that super passionate professor that nobody listens to. There you, you know go. the one who's always trying to get you like sign a petition after his lecture and everyone just Files past it while he looks at the clipboard, sadly.
1: <laughs> he must have sucked, because it's weird to fire a guy when they're laying off the whole staff because the university is <laughs> fucking canceled. <laughs> right. You're they were right. like, Carl, come in here. We're firing you right before this anyway. You're fired, technically. <laughs> yeah, it was
2: super confusing when he tells his wife later, and he's like, Carl got fired, and I got laid off. I was like, wait, what? Within seconds. Now, no, we
1: want to be clear, Carl, that if this
3: ever starts up again,
0: we do not want you back. <laughs> <Right.
3: Exactly. laughs>
2: Well, but Stephen's
3: like, Carl, I can't believe they would fire you. Why? You're the world's leading expert in foreshadowing ology. He's like, funny. You should mention that. I have an essay about what the rapture will be like, in case you want to read that for later in the movie. He's like, I do want to read that. Here's
1: the manuscript to that. Just carry this with you throughout the, you know, plot of your life soon. Yeah, <laughs> carry it with you for
2: the rest of your life. Yep. Right. Oh, true. Yes. And it's not pocket friendly at all. Just make sure you always no, have yeah, it exactly. in hand <laughs> Exactly. When, when you could actually use both hands because, you know, rapture. Here's a large roll of her.
1: slides that you'll need to go along with. <laughs> Carry this too.
0: I also, I don't know what happened with the set dressing here, but for some reason they hand wrote the title of his book report on the Bible. Right. With like those
2: bubble letters that we would yeah. write yeah. in elementary school. Yeah. Like an exactly.
0: ungifted child wrote it because they have a crush on... Current events in biblical prophetic literature.
2: <laughs> so that's what they call it. They call it current events, a biblical prophetic literature. Like yes. what? what? Yep. That's the esoteric <laughs> research that he referenced doing on the Jeebus. Yep, this is his job.
3: So yeah, so he, he hands Professor Stephen his fucking book report or whatever, and just then <laughs> there's an earthquake, and Carl disappears. But but like Batman, right? Like Stephen looks away, and then he looks back, and he's gone, right? And he's like, Carl, did you just sprint to the bathroom at Usain Bolt (laughs) speed?
0: This is the hardest I laughed during the movie because the idea that, like, hey, hey, Carl, did you sprint out of the room? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I have to check the northbound hallway.
3: You might have sprinted in that direction, too. (laughs) What?
2: Well, you guys, it was a pretty intense earthquake. It might have jostled his intestines a little bit. He did. He had to get out of there. Uh, I think... I think they picked earthquake as like the the like end days. I don't know. It's a weird thing to pick, but we see they, there's a lot of earthquakes in this movie at the beginning. Not really much later on. Yeah, right. Yeah.
3: Once they've made that point, they've made that
1: point. Yeah, it's
2: because they only had so much special effects budget, and all you have to do for an earthquake is shake the camera. Yes, that's, that's true. true. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. So to be clear, the rapture happens in very small earthquakes for each person which Mm -hmm. seems like a bad system and does seem like a bad system. Not even close to the worst part of the system we're going to learn about.
0: (laughs) Also, what if he had been right? What if he had gone around the corner and Carl was in there just having explosive (laughs) diarrhea? (laughs) Oh, Right, that's probably why you left the room in a hurry. Well, I'm here standing outside the door <laughs> to your stall now. Did you want to continue this discussion of your academic literature while you spray concrete around the bowl? Comma
2: the Eli Bosnick store. Yeah, right, yeah, that's fair.
3: <laughs> so yeah, so we watch Professor Stephen check under couch cushions for Carl for like a while, and then he goes to leave, but just as he leaves, he notices a pile of all the clothes that Carl was wearing. On the ground right where he was. He's like, wow, that's, I don't think that was there earlier. Huh. Anyway.
1: Yeah. And then he leaves. And him and the custodian are just like, yeah, you know, pile of Carl's clay. <laughs> Is this Carl being, Carl- you know how he like gets naked and runs home, right? Really fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what happened again. He's that way.
2: I feel like I didn't even get that except that you guys wrote about it.
1: Yeah. I was so mad we're, that we're I was. on
0: the lookout for pile yeah, of I was clothes. like,
1: oh, <laughs> it's a rapture movie. I hate that I know this right away. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I just wrote in all caps, floor blazer. I was yeah. like, why is everybody so concerned about the blazer on the floor?
0: <laughs> we get very, like, we have checklists. We're like, oh, okay, we could pile yeah, the clothes. Right, Another right. one is babies or no babies, yep. right? And the real Christians mm-hmm. always leave the babies in to let us know they're not fucking around. Any
1: European yep. person starts talking, they're going to become the Antichrist leader Antichrist. of the world. Antichrist. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. So, okay, so Stephen heads home in, in traffic that is suspiciously light. And he stops by the store, and this is where we first get the sense that society's starting to break down because the Christians that were the glue holding it all together are no longer there, right? Yeah. People are being rude at the store. The store is overcharging for things because there's no Christians there to make them be nice, I guess. Yeah. Should the there idea. be like
1: crashed, empty cars all over the road? <laughs> yeah, you think. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Not a lot. It's, just, it's expensive to do, though.
1: It's one of those super Jewish towns in Oregon or in- Washington, yeah.
3: Yeah, or you get zooped up (laughs) in your Ford Fiesta. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they leave the clothes, but they take the car, yeah. So, oh, and while he's in the store, this lady walks up to him and says, hey, have you seen a little girl about yay tall? No? Okay, she's, I don't. Okay, no babies, no babies, check. Disappeared into an earthquake.
0: That's right. Okay. I wanted her to be like, have you seen a little girl around here? I did find a pile of her clothes, but I'm (laughs) unconcerned because it's 1981. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
2: The grocery store did feel quite a bit like two years ago when you went to the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, like had that vibe for sure. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, because we even get Karen yelling at the mask display and knocking it over at a certain yeah. point, right? She's like, fuck your instant mashed potatoes. Nope.
1: Okay, that was awesome. <laughs> she's so mad because like the store, apparently today the rapture started and the higher ups at the store sent it down to all their chain spots. We're going to start price gouging right away because this is probably yes. a rapture.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so she's mad about the price gouging on her eggs. And then she's like, hey, 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 check out Cor- Look at me in the eyes. Fuck your boxes. She pushes up yep. the display and runs out. Yeah. And that's so,
3: they have so much trouble understanding the s- sort of supply demand concept here, right? Because way fewer people means like buyer's market. More groceries. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so he gets home with his arm loaded groceries and June is like, what? Wow. What took you so long? And Stephen's like, fuck you, you harpy bitch. Oh, I, hate God, you I, hate I hate you. I hate my life along <laughs> with it. I'm going to put this milk down and punch you in the throat, Carol. <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs> so he breaks the news to her, right? He's like, you know, I'm laid off for the next semester and Carl's fired and everything's gone to shit, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, the 80s, when you'd lose your
0: job and that was just it. You just grabbed a bindle, you were a hobo, and you liked it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But so June explains that she's a little worried because she hasn't ever since the big earthquake, she hasn't been able to get her dad on the phone out in the out at the farm. Yeah. Right. So she wants to go check on dad at the farm and he doesn't want to go and he's the man. So he doesn't. You know, so he just tells her that.
2: Yeah. And and like really aggressively, too, he's like, we are not going up to the farm. (laughs) We are not going up to the farm.
1: Cut to them going to the farm. Yeah, yeah right away. Yeah. Well, it, this is supposed to be a comedy beat,
3: but it doesn't really work in a world that's even vaguely aware of female autonomy, right? Yes. Well, yeah.
0: Also, if he hadn't just delivered that last line like it was going to be followed by a right hook, it might have set us <laughs> up for a little more comedy. <laughs> I was expecting him to drop her off at the sanitarium for having her period in the next scene. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, yeah, so so they drive they're driving to the farm and suddenly their car is surrounded by drunken frat boys who want to spray beer on their car. And I'm like, you know what? I bet drunken frat boys would be the worst part of the apocalypse. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Hoodlums mostly shake your car and offer you free drugs. That's yes. what they're known for. Hey, that's
2: what they're doing. Yeah. Marauding teenagers in khaki, khaki bell bottoms. Yes. Yeah. Was that a thing? <laughs>
0: Tara, this is what your dad pictures your life is like in the big city. Little does he know, this
2: is what I do on the weekend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fuck yeah. You're rolling down the window, excited to get some
3: drugs. (laughs) So, and then we have the greatest cliche in all of film, right? Their car is surrounded and suddenly it cuts off and won't start.
2: Yeah, why do cars always die in movies? Have you guys ever been in a car that just died? Okay. It's not it's not important whether we've had cars <laughs> that in
1: the modern age just die sometimes. It, it, moving on. Or burst into flame, you know. Yes.
2: Also, explain this to me. If you run out of gas, because that's what they say happened, and oh, he berates her for not refilling the gas can. It's a very non-productive conversation. He's like when I mean, I told you, when you use the gas in the gas can, you have to refill And she's like, I'm sorry. I didn't remember. You're like, this is very uncomfortable. Like, I don't like watching people fight in public. And that's all this movie is, is these two people fighting in public. Yeah, this, this
0: movie is basically going over to that friend's house whose parents have big, ugly fights in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you have to be like, oh, my parents' marriage is actually okay. Yes. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> Good to know.
2: But like, when you run out of gas, do the lights stay on? Yeah, I think Can so. they do that? Oh, yeah, because yeah, the, the battery
1: still might work. still be going. Right. They're just out of gas. Okay. But point being, you don't put the empty gas can back in the fridge. I think that's important for everybody. Yes.
3: <laughs> the real point being, though, is that the gas gauge was looking right at his ass, right? Not hers. You can't True. even see from the passenger seat. So he runs the car out of gas and then he starts yelling at her for there being no spare gas in the trunk.
2: Yeah, but like, you're right. He actually ran out of gas. First. Yes, he was like, planning what? to
1: use the gas can. He was driving past empty being like, oh no, I'll just, you know, stick my arm out the window okay. and gas up as we're going. We'll be fine.
0: Yeah, we'll just coast to a stop and then use that gas that I assure a woman has prepared for me in case <laughs> I it. <mean. laughs>
1: right. There
0: should be a fresh
3: sandwich and a glass of full orange juice back there as well. <laughs> Freshly squeezed. And so... So they yell at each other for a little while and just then her dad's truck drives by and he's like, well, that's a useful plot device, isn't it? So they wave it down, but it's not her dad. It's Gary, the Jewish Christian. Very
1: Christian man.
2: Oh, I love Gary. Okay, so I feel like we need to talk about Gary up front because he's my favorite character other than yellow hat guy who we'll get to. (laughs) Gary seems like a super nice guy. And at first you're like, do I trust this guy? He's too nice. He's driving this truck. Dad's missing. Seems like he's going to be a bad guy. Don't know why they set all of that up because none of it's true. He's just a nice guy. That's all Gary is the whole movie. He's also by far, I'd say like by leaps and bounds, the best actor in this movie. Yes. Yes. Like he's actually good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And he's got some legendary cartoon voice work on his IMDb page. He was in fucking Transformers and G.I. Joe and Scooby-Doo. Like he was, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Yeah, So
0: this was this guy's like
3: one attempt at
0: legit acting. He was like, you know, maybe I'll try one of these movies things. He was in this and he was like, fuck it, I'm going back to cartoons." Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I think, let me add to what Kara is saying and say, I think the reason why we're supposed to suspect him throughout the early parts of the movie You already hit on Kara. It's because he looks super Jewish. Yes.
2: (laughs) I think everyone watching this
0: movie in 1981 was like, they should check him for horns to their wives (laughs) in the theater. Yeah, Yeah.
2: they leaned into that hardcore. Yeah. They like grew out his little Jew fro and they made him very, very like, they leaned into the stereotype for sure. For sure.
3: So Gary gives him a ride up to her dad's house. I love his fucking truck. It's like an old 1970s, late 60s pickup truck. They were so pretty.
2: Oh, so many, all the cars in this movie are so good. Aren't they? Like every car, even the cop car later. I know we're not there yet, but it's like, it's like a cool vintage Bronco. Yeah. Which would be worth a lot of money right now.
3: Yeah. It was just a regular Bronco back then, but yeah, 40 fucking years ago. So yeah. So they, but they get to the farm. There's no sign of dad, right? And the news is in the background. The radio is on and the news is in the background, desperately trying to key them in. On the plot, right? They're like, guys, it's the fucking rapture, dude. I'm the news. It's the rapture. Okay, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. Hurry this
1: the fuck up. Have you not seen thirty seven of these? Dad's a Christian and he's gone. You're gonna find a pile of clothes. Okay.
0: <laughs> the way they do this, which is so great, is they're like the earthquake appears not to have an epicenter. It's just everywhere in the world shook. <laughs> we guess.
1: Okay. Where are the news? <laughs> the center would be the center of the earth. It would still have. It's whatever.
2: <laughs> they and I get a, a, a yucky feeling in my stomach. They do this sometimes in like I think it's an older movie thing. Maybe sometimes you see it in newer movies where grown ass women like, she's looking for her dad this whole time with all this stuff happening in the background, like, going in every room of the house. And she's yelling, Daddy, at the top mm-hmm. of her. Look. Yeah. Like, does it make you uncomfortable? And grown women are like, Daddy, where are you, Daddy? Very I don't. I, there's something very.
0: I mean, it doesn't make me uncomfortable. It makes me. What? What? <laughs> <confused laughs> about what the movie is going. Yeah, It's, it's perfectly in, in place in porn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gross. <laughs> I'm confused when they're actually looking for their fathers, Right. Not in the metaphorical sense. I mean, literally when they're literally looking for not trying to like reach out to them
3: uh, uh, spiritually. (laughs) You're not making a better cut here. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, so Gary says, well, let me go check for him in the barn. All we found is a pile of clothes over the Bible. He was studying. He may be out in the barn. So he goes out there and the, You know, we we get some harrowing barn
1: exploration. The music assures us it's very harrowing. Uh, I was just rooting for like nine piles of clothes in a fuck dungeon in the barn, and yeah, right. No, that's
0: good. That's okay. Or Don is is naked and fucking one of the goats and not raptured. They were like, oh, okay, that's why the clothes were there. Got it. it. it.
1: Okay, the goat went up too, though. Interesting.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, but instead he finds a woman in a hoodie. In the barn, she goes to run off, and Gary chases her down and tackles her, tackles the shit out of her. It's weirdly rapey. It is, yeah. Yeah,
2: He's like straddling her. It's really
3: hard. Yeah, right. Like if a young woman runs from you, you just you just let her run from you. (laughs) Yeah, you don't let (laughs) it be
1: a woman is running from me by doing anything.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think this is this was almost
0: my best worst because I think she's supposed to be a teenager. Oh, but she's clearly 55 years old. She, she is exactly. 57 yes. years. I mean, look, it's 1981 and skincare was invented in 2006. But still, she is 57 years old. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, rough. It's rough.
3: But yeah, she, she's Cindy. He, Gary drags her back into the house against her will, right? He tackles her, yeah. drags her to the house. and He says, I found this in the barn. And they're like, it's a human. Why would you? <laughs> she could just go.
1: It's weird how you said that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> But then, like, of course, she explains that all of the Christians in her family disappeared, but her doubt and ass is still there, right? She's been apparently left behind. And, of course, Stephen, who is the avowed atheist because he's a college
1: professor and that's how college professors work.
3: He's like, (laughs) I'm sure there's an atheist explanation
1: for all of this. (laughs) Okay, this all happened today, right? This is like day one of rapture.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, but already on the news, they're like, all the graves are empty. Yeah, right.
1: So that's another <laughs> thing we learned about the rapture system. It takes decomposing corpses into the air, into heaven. Yes. And this girl went straight to knowing it's the rapture that day, immediately. She's probably seen
3: 37 of these before, you know, she had a very <laughs> Christian family.
1: That's like most of her life, just screaming at one sock on the ground, being like, ah, oh no, okay, I found a person. I found <laughs> nope. a person." Right, Today fine. she was right though. Also
0: like- as we're about to discover at the end of this scene, it's not just that the bodies get booped
3: up to heaven. Yes, the graves become undug. Yes, right. the The graves are exhumed. God can't pull them through the ground. He has to go down. Like send angels with shovels, apparently, <laughs> or a backhoe to draw mm-hmm. a nice six by six box. Yes, yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. Because they all they hear on the news that the, the the graves of Christians are empty, so they run out to the backyard, which is apparently where they buried Grandma. And her grave <laughs> is wide open and like they look down, the coffin is open and her clothes are sitting in it, right? So like yeah. she's naked and decomposed in heaven, which must be very embarrassing.
0: Flash cut to hundreds of millions of open graves all over every city and town everywhere. Right. Not everyone was buried in cemeteries. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hope the Antichrist has some cement.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anytime I see a mysteriously empty grave, I feel the need to pause and ask Eli a few questions. So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back in a minute with even more of Years of the Beast.
0: John Benet.
3: Stopping there.
0: Whoa.
2: We're in heaven. Praise the Lord. It was the rapture. Oh, there he is. My favorite grandson.
1: Oh, uh, hey, grandma. Jesus.
2: Yes, praise
3: Jesus indeed. Well, sure, sure. But no, I meant your face. Yikes. Oh,
2: that. Yes, I'm afraid I met my end a bit early and by means of a grain thresher. But as the Bible says, they will be so in life as they stood in heaven.
1: Uh, I don't think the Bible says that.
2: Yeah, well, it's in the old version. Anyway, I'm like this forever now. How how are you even talking? I mean, it's paradise, so there's plenty of duct tape.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can see the the duct tape is a lot.
2: You should see all the babies that died in the house fires.
1: I don't
3: want I say I feel like this is literally not heaven just because of this.
2: Yeah, I get that a lot.
1: OK, well, uh, yeah, we're going to go, you know, check out uh, heaven. Other parts not here. You stay here. Well, we'll see you around.
2: You sure will, because we're here for eternity and I'm your grandma.
3: Is, is it too late to go to hell?
2: Yeah, I get that a lot,
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> and the Romans actually dyed their eyebrows to make them look thicker. Dude, you have to drop this. You're supposed to like science. This is science, Kara.
0: All right, everybody. dinner served. Uh, Heath, we got some pasta for you. And
2: Kara, for you. What is this? Why didn't I get pasta?
0: Oh, well, we thought now that you live in Florida, you might like a little local cuisine. So that is
3: fried alligator and marshmallow sweet potatoes. I, I made those. He did. It's true. He made them.
2: Guys, I don't need local cuisine. I've been eating right even down in Florida with Hello Fresh.
3: Oh, what's Hello Fresh? With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number
2: one meal kit. It's true. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. So I'm saving money and eating well.
1: But you're so busy. How are you finding time to cook?
2: Well, HelloFresh's quick and easy options like 20 minute meals and easy cleanup recipes allow you to enjoy good times around the dinner table. It's true.
0: I was a customer of HelloFresh even before they became a sponsor, and I love that they've added vegan meals to their menu. That's why I, Eli Bosnick, personally endorse Hello Fresh as a product.
1: All right, I am in. Where do I sign up?
2: Go to HelloFresh.com slash Awful65 and use code Awful65 for 65% off plus free shipping.
1: So I go to HelloFresh.com slash Awful65 and use the code Awful65 for 65% off plus free shipping.
2: That's right.
3: All right. Well, I guess we can cancel the possum then.
1: Yeah. Lizinda already got it with the hammer, though.
3: It's a possum hammer? Mm-hmm. It's more of like a general varmint hammer, but yes. Uh-huh. A varmint hammer.
2: Got it. Yeah.
3: And we're back for more of this shit, and we're going to rejoin the action with Stephen and Gary trucking back over to the car, the out-of-gas car that he abandoned the night before.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: The over-my-tippy singer is back.
1: Somebody took his tires and also just set the car on fire for no reason and left.
3: Yeah, that's weird. What does this have to do with the plot?
1: Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
3: So here's the thing that freaks me out logistically here the tires are missing, but the car is not on blocks. How do you get the last two tires off? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they, they weren't going to leave their blocks behind. Come on. <laughs> Antichrist super strength. Do you ever see the uh, tablecloth trick, Noah? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh you take all four of them at once yeah okay now that makes sense Yeah. (laughs) everyone does the
0: nuts at one two three pull (laughs) and then when it lands then Steve he's a little odd Steve lights the middle seat on fire for some reason
1: (laughs) you can tie all four tires to your nipples and then make a nice tiktok about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) everybody who's seen that guy knows
3: (laughs) That's and everybody,
0: everybody who hasn't like, seen that guy is like, sure, Heath. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that website was TikTok, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I'm pretty sure that was the TikToks, Eli.
2: Wait, Heath, are you actually on TikTok?
1: No, no. Oh. No, but I send you <laughs> TikToks constantly. Shit. Yeah,
2: exactly. e- Eli, you're on TikTok? Oh, I love the shit out of TikTok. Why are you sending me TikToks? You want TikTok? Don't, you don't barely, do that. You don't respond Cara, to my Instagram Cara, memes. Think
1: yeah, before you say stuff. Too
2: late. My friend Sarah sends me the best TikToks, but I'm nervous now that you're just gonna send me pugs.
1: That's what's gonna happen.
2: Yeah, yep. because that's all you send me on Insta. You you send me so many things on Insta, and I'm like, why did you send this to me? I, because
1: this is how I show my love. I you <laughs> gotta love a really thick pug in slow motion trying to jump <laughs> yes. over something. That's the best. I Thank do like you.
2: Those. You don't have to love that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so speaking of pugs
1: Yeah, actually
3: So they're driving they, they they drive away from the burned out Stripped car And they get pulled over By a yes A very stylish police truck And this is where we're gonna meet Pug the cop The least likable cop <laughs> Or Sorry, the least likable pug Yeah, right The most right, yeah, likable so- cop The least likable pug <laughs> So Well, okay So he comes over to fuck with him Just to harass him and then Pete shows up, this old guy that shows up to heckle the cop mid-harassment.
1: Oh, Pete's the fucking best. Pete's awesome.
2: Yes. There's Gary and Pete. That's the whole movie to me. Yes. They're the only ones that matter.
1: Yeah, this is Prepper Pete. We're going to learn he's a prepper. And he just walks into the background behind the cop and he's so happy. He just kind of like looks right into the camera for a second. And then he's like, hey, cop. Fuck you! I heckled. Thing. Yes. <laughs> Look at me! I'm Pug. I'm pulling people over and asking for their license. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's you.
0: <laughs> Pete is the Mary Sue self insert of the crazy Christians watching this movie. Like they, everyone really identified with Pete. He was their
3: shadow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And while we're meeting Pete, Pug is writing Stephen a ticket for abandoning his car on the side of the road and making a mess when it got set on fire. Yeah,
2: that car <laughs> yeah. was weird. He was like, why didn't you report it? He's like, I'm literally reporting it right now because you're the first cop I've seen. And he's like, it's a little late, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> is there a statute It's on- already on fire? It's apocalypse day, man. <laughs> you're supposed
0: to report the car as you're running out of gas. You're supposed to look <laughs> at and-
2: On the pay phone. And yeah. then, yeah. And then he, you're right. He writes him a ticket, which I'm not sure what that's for or how you can correct it. But then he's like, We'll go ahead and get it a towed to the junkyard. Like, oh well, thanks, dude. That's usually pretty expensive. <laughs>
3: right. Actually, yeah, much appreciated. It's nice
2: of you. <laughs> How did they get the wheels
1: off like that without that doesn't <laughs> nipples? Yeah, probably. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Gary and Stephen drive on, and they have this conversation where they're like, "Hey, should we have told the cop that the guy who owns the truck we're in like disappeared and was like raptured by Jesus?" And they're like, "That would have sounded really fucking weird."
2: Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> I say it out loud. You're right. Yeah. But they could have been like, there's an elderly person missing. They could have just said yeah. that, you know? <laughs> I do like that they're supposed to still be atheists at this point. So he's
0: like, hey, do you think maybe the Christians dug up all their friends and family to scare us? And it's like, if, I mean, that, could be. that is infinitely more likely than the <laughs> Christian apocalypse.
4: <so>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: maybe. Yeah, no, it's fair. Yeah, no, Gary says that's what he's heard on the news. That's what the news is reporting, that the Christians are faking him a rapture.
1: So yeah, they exploded up their friends and then hid the exploded bodies, every single one of them. I'm an atheist journalist. This all makes sense. That's what's happening in the plot right now.
3: They're probably in their closets. And then we cut to the most anti-Christy conversation pit they could find, right? We have Rasputin in his
2: silly little hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what is happening here?
3: No fucking clue. And he's talking to the prime minister of- Of what? Of Earth- (laughs) I
2: know. They just, (laughs) with no context, are like, come, Prime Minister, give us speech. And everybody's like... Yeah, he has an American accent. Like where are right. we? Right. Yep. Yeah. Maybe
3: Canada. That's what I was thinking. Is maybe he's the Prime Minister of Canada or I guess it's American accent. No,
2: I think it's the
1: Earth. You know how the UN is super powerful and it's really easy to get everybody <laughs> in on one thing within a day? Yeah. <clears throat> he's the Prime Minister of everything. Okay. All right. You know how the UN is a
0: big party with people eating chips and shit and then you just go to the front of the room <laughs> okay. and pose like a cologne model to start <laughs> delivering to them? <laughs>
2: Like that alternate theory. This is like a weird little small town. Where are we supposed to be? Washington, 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 somewhere Pacific Northwest. No, yeah, Seattle area. Yeah, this is a weird small town in the Pacific Northwest, and they think that their town is the whole world.
3: So he's the prime minister of like Patox or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think
2: that's actually what's happening in this movie.
3: Amazing, yeah, because they they they, brought, they there's all of this pomp and circumstance. Like, oh, the, the prime minister is going to give this big speech or whatever, and he goes up to the front. And the fact that this guy does not have a fucking European accent is the only surprising moment in the entire movie.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: really was. Yeah,
2: and there's like four people there to watch his speech. Like, really, I think this is all just happening in yeah, Patokin.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's having a State of the Union party with four people with like <laughs> chips and dip. And then he's like, OK, I'm on TV for this one tiny little town. Uh, hello, I'm I'm not the Antichrist. I don't know why I said that right away. Uh, <laughs> people are missing and we're on the brink of a nuclear holocaust is what he says.
3: Right. Because yeah. the Christians aren't there to hold society together with their forgiveness. <laughs> anymore. Yeah,
1: OK.
2: But do you notice that? That the weird Halloween costume guy, like what are we going to call him? Like his sidekick? Rasputin's kid. what
3: I've got in my notes. Rasputin, I, yeah, I have Rasputin, Rasputin forever, in yeah. my notes.
2: Rasputin so, yeah. does have an accent, but it's not really an accent. It's just <laughs> no. he enunciates intensely. <laughs> yeah. That's his whole yeah. accent. And he
1: forgets what he's doing and moves the right. accent. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: like me trying to do an accent. There's also this great fucking moment, 1981 inclusivity here at its finest. The Antichrist at one point, he goes, we must all come together black don't list them. white don't jew list them. muslim young old everybody all men everywhere that's the
2: actual quote no but you left one out it was black white yellow
3: yikes oh it was
2: oh he my bad i oh, yeah, actually fuck. said the that the jew the
0: jew but yeah i was going to add the thes are very 1980 cuz yeah, yeah, right. black the jew, jew but the black the Jew I literally wrote this was my notes in order we actually prefer not to be
1: called the Jew
0: oh he just said the black we're gonna give them priority
1: (laughs) you know the royal black the editorial (laughs) black
0: Meghan Markle
3: (laughs) but then he actually uses the term new world order right so that yeah, we know good, good and well he's, he's he's getting the conspiracy theorist buzzwords there. But
2: he uses it like affirmatively, right? He's like, we are the new world. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Was th- he like, I am the new world order. Get, yep.
3: Getting on board with my new <laughs> world order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so eventually we cut to the gang, all the characters we've met so far, hanging out at dad's house, watching this on the news, right? Cindy, I guess, is just part of their family. I don't know if they've kidnapped her or adopted or one or the other.
2: Oh, there's for sure some Gary Cindy action, right? Like this is the subplot that they never... Show, it's the only subplot I really cared about, and they right. never shared it with me.
1: Well, in 1981, if you tackle a woman, she's part of your family;
2: <laughs> She's yours, yeah. <laughs> Until and you have another her. guy tackles her. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Won. You her.
3: tackle
0: her, yeah. and then she fills your gas can, and you're married.
3: Right. That's yeah, how yeah. It works.
2: <laughs> and then you fight for the rest of your so, life.
3: Well, and, and, well, right, and then, <laughs> uh, yeah, except when you're baking bread with the other wives, which is what her and, and June are about to go do, right? They just, it just, it cracks me up because the two of them wander off and they keep, like, they're
2: skirting the edge of the passing the Bechdel test here. but no, then they never do. Yeah, because they just talk about bread and men the whole time.
3: Well, so they talk about <laughs> bread for a while and I'm like, oh, well, she's talking about her relationship with her mom. Maybe this counts. And then she's like, and then I found Jesus and I'm like, ooh, does that, does that count? Because G- Jesus is a guy, but I don't Ooh. know if that. And then they then say. They just talk
2: about their relationships. Well,
3: right. And then they're yeah. like, well, I sure hope Stephen and Gary like this bread we're making for him because we're women. And I'm like, God damn it, people. <laughs> oh, God
1: damn it. 10 seconds away. Did you squeeze the orange juice? Squeeze the orange juice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So that night, Stephen is hard at work studying the Bible, right? The, his wife comes in and she's like it's been months since the last scene and he's like no I know I know <laughs> hello like, Stephen. Just- <laughs> time has passed <laughs> sure has <laughs> and this is I, again
0: Carrie you haven't been through many apocalypses with us no. but this is one of my favorite hallmarks of the apocalypse movie as well which is where the UN which is now run by the Antichrist does a bunch of good stuff but we're supposed to think it's bad so <laughs> yeah. it's like yes the UN is feeding everybody and there's medicines and we're supposed to be like boom, medicine right where yes they, oh human damn right.
3: reform They're get that's how they get you with that reform yeah exactly
1: wow right and they created a world banking system we already have that we have a that exists what was that
2: why do they think that's bad why do they think it doesn't exist (laughs) and again to be fair all this is only happening in Oaxacan or wherever yeah right right, is all there's one channel on the radio Mm -hmm. and this is where they get all their news
3: radio was already not a thing in 1981 right like we were already we'd moved on to TV
2: but I feel like I feel like we had no, there's no TVs in this movie. This is also they're doing they're doing the kitchen table haircut situation, mm-hmm. which is like just uncomfortable for everyone to watch.
3: <laughs> I feel like why wouldn't there be barbers? I feel like you'd still have barbers
2: in the Nope, barbers famously all
3: Christian. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought you were about to make a dentist reference there, Eli, and I got really worried.
1: <laughs> why would currency collapse? Yeah, there's like a bunch of people go away. Like the dollar doesn't become Dogecoin all of a sudden. No, (laughs) no, I don't. After a little bit of adjustment would be great. It would be great. You would think. No, because all the dollars got zooped up because they all
3: trust in God. Oh, right. Good point. Good point.
2: And and to be fair, like immediately after this scene, they look out the window and the sky is on fire and they don't seem very bothered by it.
3: No, no. No. (laughs) Well, and also it never comes up again. Right? They walk outside. There's these <laughs> ominous green clouds. It's raining the slime from... You can't do that on television. There's all this ominous music. <laughs> and then later, nothing. There's nothing. There's meteors that are falling out of the sky. And they're like, "Well, that's fucking weird. I guess on to the next scene, huh? Isn't good
0: bread,
1: <laughs> right?
3: Are <laughs> the
0: Smithersons being attacked by the last unicorn on VHS? That's <laughs>
3: <laughs> so... So we get, yeah, so we get reminded of just how bad effects used to be in the pre-CGI days. And then we check in with Officer Pug. This is where we're going to meet the dispatcher, Alice.
2: What is she wearing? (laughs) What is she doing in this movie? (laughs) Can we talk about Alice for a minute? (laughs) Like, the top half of her looks kind of, like, cool, vintage. Like, she's a little bit, like, non-binary. She has, like, a cool vibe going on with this, like... How do you describe those little ties that you tie around your neck? Annie Hall. Yeah, she's got this very Annie Hall thing, but then like her bottom half is like orthodox. Yes. Yes. Did you guys notice that?
1: Yeah. uh She's like Uh a centaur of Annie Hall (laughs) and like an orthodox person. And like
3: a, but, but, and also, but she's like a British cop that's also a flight attendant somehow.
1: It's, yeah, yeah,
0: it's
3: very weird. And she's Pug's
0: girlfriend, but, but not, but they're always at the very beginning of their relationship. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like this movie will extend through several years and they'll always be about to go
2: on their first date. Yeah. Well, and isn't she like 30 years younger than Puck? It looks like Minimum. it. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he goes in. So he walks
3: into the police station and he's like, any word on Seattle? And she's like, yeah, about 70% of the people in Seattle got raptured. And I'm like, I'm not taking the under on that, no, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't think these people have ever been to Seattle, if you know what I'm
0: talking about. <laughs>
3: And, and there's shortages of everything because, again, they don't know how supply works. <laughs> and fuck demand. If
0: 70% of Seattle dies, you're going to have enough patchouli for the rest
3: of the planet forever, for right. all time. So much patchouli left over. Yes. And and so they, they talk about a bunch of weird shit. And she's like, oh, you want to go to my place for lunch? She's like, oh, I'd love to go to your place for lunch. And she's like, oh, 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 one other thing an international executive order from the Prime Minister of Earth just came through declaring worldwide martial law. Like, she she butt anyways that. Like, that's
1: your lead, yeah. Alice. Jesus fucking Christ. And, and Sheriff Guy's like, ugh, all right, that's going to be a hassle. Let's go get that sandwich, though. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. For
0: sure, yeah. The God King has declared martial law, and I was thinking maybe, like, chicken? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Ugh, so uncomfortable. I was like, I do not want to see these two people have sex. The least people, the least <laughs> whatever people on the planet.
3: I don't think there's any people in this movie that I'd want to. Have. I, I, I maybe I'd watch Gary masturbate. That's it. I don't. Everybody else in this movie, that's about it. I want to
1: see Prepper Pete fuck.
3: I'd be okay. Yeah. To watch Pete. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. He's probably into some crazy shit. I would watch Prepper Pete fuck a clone of himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So And I love, too, because they're reading out this order from the Antichrist or whatever, and it's supposed to be making us, the conservative audience, gasp over and over. They're like, you know, all firearms are to be collected. Gasp. You won't be allowed to hoard more food than you can eat. Gasp. And then it goes, also shoot anybody who breaks the curfew. And I'm like, all right, well, that's a little
0: little (laughs) much. Which is weird because that was the one that the audience reversed on. They were like, I mean, people should stay home after the curfew. (laughs) I'm not saying all the ideas are bad.
2: Also, I'm kind of confused because Because they said that they were going to go round up the anarchists, the Christians, and the religious suppressives.
1: Yeah. Oh, is
3: that what he said?
2: Yeah. What is that list?
1: Circle all of these that don't belong because that's crazy. (laughs) The entire (laughs) list. Yeah.
2: Is that not... Wait, so it's like the religious people and the non-religious people? Like, Apparently, yes. Like, what, right. Is that everyone that they're going to round up?
1: You know how small town cops in America are mostly atheists ready to jump at the opportunity to kill Christians on sight? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Notoriously.
2: But I just there's no like consistency like then wouldn't they also be anarchists? Like they don't understand that the atheists I'm going
3: to have to arrest myself at this point honestly. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Like the atheists are not fascists. Like they're it's a weird situation that they're like the anarchists and the atheists are the same group, right? I'm very confused by this. <laughs>
1: So's the movie.
2: I need help you guys. Yep. Yeah.
3: So so and so does the movie. Yeah. So Alice goes out, he goes to deputize himself some more people to help implement that martial law, and Alice has to go out and feed the dogs. She's mean to the dogs, so now I'm fine with her getting ravaged by scorpion horse locusts, right? Yeah, be nice that's to fair. the fucking dogs. Was this supposed to be a comedy beat? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So they're trying to set up that these dogs are supposed to be really scary so that we'll be scared of them later. But they're, they're, um, doggies. They're, like, they're, they're, they're doggies. They're doggies. They're, they're, and they're they're also, dogies. they
0: didn't get like real trained dogs that know to lower their tails. So they jump up on the thing and they're like, yeah. hey, it's the nice lady. It's the nice lady. And she has food for us. And we're supposed yeah. to be like, wow, vicious beasts all. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I was furious. I wrote down some like graphic stuff that I erased from my notes. Yeah. I was that's Right.
3: Really? He threatened the actress. He actually
1: He's just tweeted
0: yes. it. <laughs>
3: wow. It wasn't pretty. So then we, we cut to Pug. He's in a farmhouse gathering up all the hoarded food and the family that was hoarding the food is like, don't do that. So then the deputy, Deputy Lonnie, shoots all of them to death with a shotgun.
2: Yeah, that's a weird scene. Yeah.
3: yeah. And
0: Pug reacts like, oh, oh man, this is going to be so much paperwork. <laughs> yeah, Lonnie, does, yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're
1: going to have to have a whole meeting with HR now. <laughs> Lonnie, you just, you tackle him and then you have a family and it would have been, ah, all right, Jesus. you shot him.
2: I was confused for a minute because Lonnie, I thought was Carl. Gary. Or, yeah, Gary. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it was Gary. God, they're all the same. Yep. I thought that Gar- that Lonnie was Gary. It's like they, they hired his brother to play that role. Yeah. It's too confusing. <laughs> yeah.
3: They looked way too alike.
2: Yeah, why do they do this to us?
3: Right. All white people look the same to me at a That's certain true. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, and then they go straight from shooting that family to go see Professor Stephen and his wife and Gary and Cindy. Right. June. June is his wife.
1: Right. They're going for excess food. Yes. Because you're not allowed to hoard. How much food is excess?
2: Yeah. It seemed like that was just their food. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. To eat that night, maybe the next day.
1: <laughs> right. You just look at everybody.
2: Yeah. All right, and I'm
1: taking this much. He takes like a medium box of food and he's like, this much is over. This is excess.
3: He takes a half-eaten loaf of bread.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be like, all right, now we gotta, we gotta harvest the entire farm except for three ears of corn. There you go.
2: <laughs> but instead, the writing is top tier because when, when Pug goes to see Professor Steven, he says this line to him. Hey, look you, shut up.
3: On. <laughs> <laughs> Why you wanna yeah
2: masterful well, yeah
3: no it's so right so he's there taking all their food and everything and Gary's just heckling him from the back row going fucking cop a a c a b motherfucker I, just, I, I just, just so you know I know I know and Steven's trying not to antagonize him right he's like guys X N on the A K B, you know. <laughs> But then Pete shows up, right? So once again, as he's fucking with this group of people, Pete shows up and says, hey, this is what you look like. You look like this. You're a stupid fucking cop. (laughs) And Pug says to Pete, he's like, hey, man, I know, you know, they call you Prepper fucking Pete. Obviously, you've been hoarding food. I know you've got a hoard of food around here somewhere. And Pete gives him this weird if you go to the forest just out behind the Kroger's and find my food, I'll kill your ass. Kind of a
0: speech, right?
1: Briar patch, I mean, don't. Or if I fuck, I fucked it up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wrote in my notes, weird voluntary hint,
2: Pete.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He also says lots of things can happen to a man out In the timber,
2: oh yeah, he's got some secrets. I I am going to watch that that movie forever. What (laughs) happens in the timber? That's
3: where he fucks a clone of himself. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) the Pete the Prepper
0: story. Yeah, exactly. Just tweet that with no context to Seth Andrews right now. (laughs) Lots of things can happen to a man out in the timber.
1: Seriously, that that's a great response to so many situations.
2: Yeah. That's like gonna be like the next song on the on the next Mumford and Sons album. <laughs> sure.
3: <laughs> so yeah, so he warns them, don't don't you go out in the woods looking for my baker buckets. I'll kill the fuck out of you. And then he leaves and Stephen drags Pete inside and he's like, Hey man, why the fuck is everybody antagonizing the murder cop? <laughs> right? Now, Pete, we didn't mention it, but Pete actually saw them saw Lonnie shoot that other fam.
2: I actually got surprised here. He was like, that cop is a killer. And Stevens like, what? And I was like, what? Tell me more. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so Pug goes back to the police station. And he's like, Alice, damn it. Find me an excuse to arrest Pete. And she's like, you know, owning food is a, is a felony at this point. So I feel like you can get him. Right? Yeah. I wrote my notes
0: at this point. Leave it to Christians to create a fiction where there are lady-faced horse locusts
3: and they're still the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So sometime later, Stephen is studying his Bible some more. I'm like, I, you know, it's a long fucking book, but
1: you've had months, man. You could have read yeah. the whole thing. Dude, just skip to Revelation. Skip to the fucking <laughs> end. Obviously, that's what this is about. <laughs> He's reading begats over and over, like all right. God. Right, right.
3: No, there's a couple of chapters of Daniel you might need, but other than that, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so but he's found the antidote to all the things that are going wrong. It's Christianity. They gotta become Jesusful, right?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesusful.
3: <laughs> and at this point, June comes in to tell him, hey, you know, Gary is leaving and he is Really, with the exception of Pete, the only likable character in the film, maybe you want to try to talk him out of it. He's like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll run out there.
2: <laughs> I know, I actually got sad. I was like, no, Gary's my fave. Yeah, right? Cindy, too. Cindy had a huge boner for Gary, so she's yeah, like, please sure. don't leave.
3: Yeah, so so we go to this like tearful, like he's going to go off to be on his own and freedom and bootstraps or whatever speech. You know, he's like, I'm a sovereign citizen, damn it. Yes. My name is in all lowercase. And I wrote, <laughs> he's a Fremen on the land. <laughs>
1: Where is he going in his head right now, though?
2: Great. Well, clearly question. nowhere because he comes back in like five minutes. Yeah, All right, he he's <laughs> back in the next goddamn scene, so he hasn't gone far. And he says that too. He's like, "There was nowhere to go." There was yeah. nowhere. To- I <laughs> remember how
1: you guys said there was nowhere to go. I hadn't thought through my plan beyond I'm going. Yeah.
3: It turns out doesn't really matter if you capitalize your name or not. That's just <laughs> a thing for the internet.
0: Like a four-year-old running away from home with right. a fucking <laughs> yes. wagon full of graham crackers. <laughs> You just get down to the end of the block, eat all the graham crackers and then come back. Yeah, you got down to the end of the block, ate all the graham crackers and came back.
2: Here's the part, though. Here's the part in the film where something, does this ever happen to you when you're watching a god-awful movie where something that doesn't matter just starts to bother you and then you can't stop thinking about it like the whole fucking movie? Oh, yeah. So it's the apocalypse, right? Like, this is the rapture. Like, people are dying left and right. You can't have food. Like, why are they all wearing button-down shirts? And why are they all tucked (laughs) into their belts? Like, they're, they're like, they're, like, spending too much time getting ready in the morning. Get casual.
3: Stop <laughs> ironing, people. This is the apocalypse. Like, <laughs> Do I dress like it's the
0: apocalypse all it's the time? so
2: disconcerted. I'm thinking about me during, like, all of COVID, and I abandoned non-elastic waistbands within a week.
1: Right? Yeah. Like, no, they're wearing they suits like your grandpa going to the airport for no reason. Yeah. Oh, there's a,
2: scene, there's a scene later where the lead is wearing a button-down shirt with a sweater over it just for the little pie of collar and I'm like what is he doing (laughs) yeah it bothers me the whole rest of the movie
0: (laughs) now I'm just picturing Kara in sweatpants like sweeping a bunch of dead people teeth off her desk into her purse 20 minutes late for work
2: like ah (laughs) yeah that's my life Eli that's what I do all all day every day (laughs) weird fantasies going on
3: (laughs) so so, so we come back to Steven doing some more bible study he gets very frustrated so he's got to go for a walk and while he's out on this walk, he happens upon an old
2: church. Wait, before he gets to the church, can we not talk about the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen in my life? It was very That beautiful. he literally didn't notice?
1: Interesting. Yeah. Right. And he, he had just read a line from the Bible about coming into him. And I was like, okay. And now he's on a beautiful sunset walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm on board with this movie. No, he just goes to fucking church. and yeah, Empty yeah. church.
2: And then there's just more coming talk the whole time. Yeah.
1: There's, there's a lot, lot, lot of <laughs> coming talk. They had to be doing this on purpose at a certain point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I threw some of the Eli Bosnick stories into here, especially when he was like, Jesus, please come into me. Oh, fuck. please, Please, oh, please come into me. Oh, oh. <laughs> here, here, it, Who's your holy father? Coming, yeah, all we needed was for the wife to join in and start calling out for daddy and yeah. you have my many vids account. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah.
3: So yeah, so he sneaks into the church like he's going into the fucking porn section of a 1983 video store or whatever. And it's all hollowed out because of the persecution and everything. But this is where he asks Jesus to come into him and, and promises to pull out before. I don't I don't right, even know how this works. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure how it goes there.
2: He'll take care of the cleanup.
0: Yeah. He, he keeps talking about <laughs> Carl, right? Which is that professor from the beginning that he got the Bible and the, the paper from. But he keeps invoking just Carl And it's great for me because I get to imagine the puka pegacorn instead of the boring professor at the start of the movie.
1: (laughs) I like that before he started praying to God, he was like, maybe if I just fix up the furniture in here and he like tips a pew from the floor up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, that was nothing. I'm going to pray to God (laughs) for something.
3: Yeah. So he says, he tells Jesus he's super sorry, says literal quote, Jesus, please come into me and then we turn around and damn it, if Gary wasn't standing right behind him, listening to his out loud prayer the whole time, and he's like, "I will come into you." Oh, you meant oh, never mind, never. Mind. You know what? You meant a different sense of comfort. I come have right. a radio
1: flyer full of graham crackers. I'm a grown up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I
0: wrote. Is like Gary's like, "Hey, I heard you needed someone to come into you, and this uh, yes. looks <laughs> so like Jesus hasn't shown up yet. Am I right?" <laughs> so.
3: So he's like, oh, Gary, I'm so happy to see you. Let's go back home. Cindy and June sure miss you. And I'm like, he left in the last scene, guys. <laughs> like literally the last scene was him leaving. And now we're in this scene mm-hmm. and he's back. Yeah, but they can't pass the
0: Bechdel desk. So now they have nothing to talk
3: about without oh, Gary. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> they're just saying the word bread back and forth until <laughs> Gary returns. And okay. So then we see Steven and Gary. They're walking through the forest in the dark. Sorry, we see is an overstatement, given the lighting here. We are aware vaguely that shapes are moving through other shapes that aren't moving, right? Mm -hmm. But as they're walking through the woods, a couple of guys come by with lanterns. And so they duck, they hide, you know, they're like, oh, they could be vigilantes. We should follow them in the dark. And and Gary's like, I don't I don't think
2: we should, man.
3: (laughs) I think that's a terrible idea.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna follow them through the woods almost always ends well. Yeah. Especially in these kinds of movies. <laughs> also, what the fuck do they
0: think a vigilante is?
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> what are you gonna are you gonna arrest the vigilantes before they can vigilante? <laughs> is that what you're going for? But yeah, so but Stephen's like, you take the road, I'll follow the armed guys deeper into the woods, and Gary's like, Yeah, you have fun uh with that. <laughs> <laughs> And then we watched this amazing Steven getting knocked out with a delayed reaction thing by Ski Mask guy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now that we know that Gary did a bunch of cartoon work, it makes a lot more sense because it's like bonk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooga.
1: Yeah, right. So. No, that got you. That got you. You fall. It was like kids playing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So, yes. Yeah, so and then Steven wakes up with a, a big lump on his head or something, whatever. And the vigilantes are interrogating him on the forest path, right? They're like, we found your pocket Bible. Are you a Christian?
2: I want this to be like, do you guys have listeners to the show who have a running tally of statistics? Like, do you have statistics? No. You should, on the show? though.
1: This is excellent.
2: Yeah, I want to know how many times this scene has happened. So many. Oh, God.
0: So I, I literally wrote, I wrote in my notes, if I had a nickel for how many times I've watched this weird fucking fantasy play out where they get asked if they're a Christian and say yes, even though they might die, I would be so rich. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: Right, yes. They're fucking persecution fantasy writ large, right? They're like, we found your Bible. Are you a Christian? And he goes, yes. And he's like, you can renounce your Jesusness right now or we'll kill you. And he's like, I just can't. And they're like, you passed the Christianity test.
2: Yeah. So clearly- what we're witnessing here is, like you said, their weird wet dream about like really proving that you're Christian, right? Yeah. So clearly this is the litmus test. It's like the highest litmus test for the writers of this movie. So why are these people not already raptured? I'm so fucking well, that's what they say. Right. they say that, they go, we're new believers too. And I wrote my notes.
0: It's weird that you would devise a gunpoint test for something you got into three weeks ago. <laughs> right, right. So I've been woodworking for a month now. Make a stool or I'll shoot you
2: in the brain. Right. And also, where's the where's the threshold then? Like, why did like, I mean, I know I'm skipping ahead, but why did What's-Her-Name get raptured out of the blue? Like, wh- this is so chaotic. And I there's no yeah. internal logic. And I'm really <laughs> frustrated by it.
3: Well, the other thing, too, is they have this weird system where like there are no former Christians, right? Because like everybody either got raptured or they're just now hearing about this Jesus fellow. <laughs> right? right. So For the rest yeah. of the fucking movie, there's nobody who knows how Christianity
2: works. Yeah. That's weird.
3: So yeah, but he but he decides that he wants to join with the rebel Christians. They tell him the password too. They're like, "Okay, well if you ever see anybody coming in the woods with a mask on, you have to use the password or they'll knock you unconscious and give you the Jesus test." What was the password? The password was life. Yep.
2: Oh, that's why I didn't even notice. Not a good pick.
3: Nope. Yeah, I really wanted him to
0: reject it, be like, "I actually I need one with a character." And at least one capital letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to forget this. They, I hope Chrome saves this one. It
2: really did need. Not alphanumeric. <laughs> what, can you guys help me with a grammar issue here? Sure. So they're they're like, did you hear about the Dobbses? Wouldn't it just be Dobbs?
3: You can go both ways, actually. That's you did the you
1: Dobbses? The Joneses. I,
0: I, I would have definitely gone Dobbseses.
1: I prefer S apostrophe. Just say Dobbs. Yeah.
2: But it wouldn't be a posture because it's not possessive. It's plural. Oh right, no, I no, guess. Oh case, yeah, right. No, house. you're right. Dobbs is Dobbs. Oh yeah, yeah, right. right? They're not
3: even doing a possessive. Yeah. yeah, in that don't case, they the yeah.
2: Dobbs's house. They're like, did you hear about the Dobbses who died? No, you're right.
1: Yeah, no. like, it's certainly not how wrong, you pluralize right?
2: them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you just can write sure. a movie without a
1: last name that has an S at the end and make this a lot simpler <laughs> for yourself. Also, <laughs> this is how Heath got kicked out of the writers' room for this film. <laughs> Dobbs is? This? Get the fuck out of
0: here. I quit. I'm gonna be an atheist <laughs>
3: podcaster. <laughs> so then, okay, so but they join with the Christians. We cut to um Cindy getting baptized as they all join the underground Christian club. Uh, Gary's there and
0: Pete's yeah, there.
2: Pete's there. And I'm like, Pete's Christy? Like, well,
0: newly. There's been no indication that Pete is Christy. I wanted Pete to just be like. I have a bunch of hidden supplies, just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> right. A lot, lot could happen to a man out in the timber. <laughs> so I guess one thing that can happen to a man out in the timber is finding Jesus. No, I guess
3: so. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Everybody's soaking wet for Jesus. So I think they're going to need a minute to themselves. But first, let me give act three the hard sell. Will zombie armies attack Israel? Will scorpion horse locust attack the cities? Where the fuck is the dragon with the mismatched number of heads and crowns? Find out that these filmmakers are just as cowardly as all the other Rapture movie makers when we return for the good stuffless conclusion of Years of the Beast. Larry? Larry Henderson? Oh my gosh, Craig! <laughs>
0: that is me! Hi. Hey, when did you get into heaven, man? It's been years. It
1: has. Wow, yeah. No, it really has. Actually, just got in yesterday. My wife and I were cornered by a horse locust, and I gave my life to Christ, and boom, here I am, heaven. Here you are. Oh, crazy. here you are indeed. Is crazy because
0: yeah. I you know I don't know if you remember, I was a Christian my whole life. You were. We used to call you
1: Christian Craig, actually.
0: I remember. I remember. I, I gave my life to Christ based on a book that gets pie wrong, but uh mm-hmm. took you a horse locust. Yeah. So and yet. Here we are. Right, right. And that's what matters. That is apparently what matters to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not to everybody, but to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, have you been to the, the spot? Because sometimes,
0: sometimes okay. I, think, I think to myself, I'm like, hmm, is this right? Like that we're both here? Like I was a Christian my whole life and you just sort of scooted in under the wire. You'd think there'd be like uh, Christianity rankings, but nope, nope. Sure. We are just both... Well, if you're in heaven. Yep. Larry
3: Henderson. Oh my gosh, Jesus. Dude, it is amazing to see you. Oh, and sorry about the horse locust, by the way. <laughs> my dad's. It
1: was nothing. Don't sweat it. So happy to be here. Hi, Jesus. Hello.
3: Hi, Craig. So, dude, I can't wait to uh, show you around.
1: Cool.
0: Hey, uh, Jesus, Jesus. Um... Do you remember when I gave my life to you when I was ten, and I actually never masturbated my whole life? Yeah. Yes, Craig,
3: I I remember that. Cool. Did you like need some? I was about to show Larry around. So, oh no, I'm I. Uh, Great. Okay. Good. Good. Cool, dude. You would not believe the people I'm stuck with up here most of the time. Oof. Yeah, I imagine. Okay. I guess
0: I'll I'll catch you guys up later. Alligators The worst Probably gonna just go home and
3: Pray You don't have to do that anymore man You are literally in heaven Yeah well I don't have other
0: interests So I'm gonna
2: (laughs) 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 Hi I'm Cara Santa Maria And unlike me you probably have Normal people teeth Eli what?
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, this one's a quip ad and they make toothbrushes for normal people teeth. the As opposed to... Famous people teeth. Didn't they give you special ones when you got on TV?
2: No, Eli, they do not give you special teeth when you go on television.
0: Really? Huh. That's I'm sure the copy's fine anyway. Just go ahead and read it. And if there's anything weird, we'll just just explain it.
2: Okay. Okay. So, good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. And by your mouth, I mean a normal human mouth, which I no longer have
0: little enthusiasm in the read, if you can just speed that up. Uh,
2: The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million weaker mouths and has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. A lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down. My teeth can break through a man's rib cage like a bar of white chocolate. Eli, what is that?
0: The context matters on that one. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. Plus, you don't have to have all your normal teeth pulled out by a special doctor at the Disney Channel's headquarters.
2: (sighs) If you go to getquip.com slash awful right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash awful. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash awful. Quip, the good habits company. When I go to the dentist, he bleeds. See?
3: And we're back for still more of this shit. We're going to rejoin the action with the Antichrist getting home to his... Prime Ministerial Vineyard or whatever. We
0: never get Antichrist small talk. 38 of these movies, we never get an Antichrist being like, could we do like a lunch meeting with them? Right, yeah. I just yeah. feel like if we, if we could work through
3: lunch. They only ever talk about their evil plans, yeah. But this is an important moment, right? This is one that we get in all the Rapture movies. An assassin shoots the Antichrist to death. Don't worry, he's coming back.
0: First sign that guy didn't work at the vineyard, he was watering the vineyard using a watering
3: can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not biodynamic. Come on. <laughs> Think about the moon. Idiot.
3: So, yeah, so he gets shot in his eyes. Rasputin stares at him all resurrecty. So then we cut to Rasputin doing a satanic spell over the prime minister's dead body, which he's got on a candle-covered plinth. <laughs>
2: plinth, mm-hmm. what a great
1: word. I needed somebody to walk in and be like, hey, Hey, you doing a demon spell on your demon
3: platform? <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> like, the, there has to be a point where he's like, do you guys mind if I um, borrow the butt? I will bring it back. I will bring I'll <laughs> I'll sign for it or whatever. <laughs> no, think about
1: it. Why do we even have a demon platform at our board? <laughs> has that always been here? So- One other question about this Why does Rasputin have. A giant, like, Flava Flav crab necklace around his fucking right, neck. Then, yeah, then he got it
2: like a kiosk in the mall. Right,
1: yes, yeah. exactly.
3: <laughs> you, you, you win 300 <laughs> tickets and you can have that, yeah. Yeah.
0: A giant crab is less satanic and more silly than I think they were
1: hoping for in costume. He's a Jesus crustacean.
2: Nice. I'm so confused by, like, the... Like, I know it's supposed to be satanic... But the farther you are away from this shit, the more it's just like, I didn't even notice that it was satanic until we were like deep in the scene. I was like, oh, it's just boring Christian shit he's doing. Right. Yes. It's all the same. It's it all, all looks the same, same. from our angle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's 999. Like it doesn't matter. It's all the same shit.
3: <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, but he does his little spell and brings the the PM back to life, and then we cut to a, a crowd shot of everyone cheering for the resurrected prime minister. Mm-hmm. And the announcer, we hear this like news announcer like queuing us in on what's going on, and he's like, they're now calling him Prince of the World, which is weird because they know about the Bible. They Somebody <laughs> in this world watched 37 <laughs> of these movies before, I'm sure, but... Um,
2: oh, yeah, Prince of the World is like the lame... Is there... Is that something? Was he called Prince of the World in the Bible? Yes, uh-huh. That's so... That's so boring. Is that the actual <laughs> right? translation? It's weird. They could do better than that. It was a lot
0: scarier in the Bronze Age.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just one time in one of these movies, I want the Antichrist to lose the first election and, and like <laughs> have to protest it and go to the courts and do the whole <laughs> thing.
0: Overturn it using Mike Pence and yeah. Ginny <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they reserved that for real life Antichrists. Yeah. So, yeah, but the announcer tells us the medical experts are amazed. They're speechless at this miracle, blah, blah, blah. And then once again, we cut to the main characters who are listening to this announcer on the radio, right? Always the fucking radio. This is where Pug shows up to tell the household it's time for the universal census where they'll each get their very own 666 tattoo on the palm of their hands.
1: Well, Sharpie. They'll get Sharpie <laughs> six, yeah. six, six, written on
3: their hand. And he
0: gives this information in the weirdest order possible. He's like, there's going to be a universal census. It's mandatory. And it's like, mm. well, yeah, man, that's the nature of it. Also, also not done, not finished. Sure. Marks of the beast. Yep. And will murder you if you don't come. <laughs> yes. To the census, which <laughs> is... As I mentioned, mandatory. Yes. (laughs) And then he does this great thing where he's like, any questions? And I wanted so badly for them to be like, sorry, did you ask for the mark of the beast on your palm? That seems like a bad idea. Like, why did you go for palm?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Also, again, this whole world is just this town. Like the cop is going door to door for the universal census right yes he thinks he's gonna get everyone in the world that way
3: exactly it's gonna take me a long time honestly to get the whole universe in this in this order but uh <laughs> i'm planning to head to china after your house
2: <laughs> they literally talk about china in this movie and they say it like trump and it makes me crazy yeah uh-huh. they like reference china as if it's this town and china like that's the whole world yeah
3: So, and then, so, and Pug says, oh, and by the way, I know he doesn't live here, but it's your job to make sure that Pete is at the universal census too, or I'll arrest you. And he's like, how the fuck? I don't
1: He's a woods person. What the fuck? I mean, do you know what happens to a man when they go out in the timber with (laughs) Pepper Pete? Are you fucking crazy?
3: (laughs) So, yeah, but that's his job. So, Stephen calls an emergency meeting of the secret Christians. So, he cut over to that. And they all are discussing what they should do about the mark of the beast. Should they take the mark? Should they fake the mark? Should they not even fake it? Because that would still be satanic.
0: And hey, credit where credit's due. I always like to acknowledge when movies have a sort of a a new twist on the 37 apocalypses we've watched. And I love the like, Okay, but if I make a fake mark that is just the mark, is that that feels like the mark, Craig. I just got to tell you, we might as well just get the mark if we're going to take the <laughs> yeah, fake mark. I don't feel like it's a, it's not like a flash tattoo, man. I feel like they're going to know it's the same. I, has anyone got Jesus on the horn about this? <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. Well, the the whole meeting, they're like, well, you know, that depends on your interpretation. And I'm like, yeah, I guess Jesus should have been way more specific about this shit.
1: What if I cross my fingers while I get it? Right. And then I can pay for stuff?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so bald guy that we've never met calls for a vote or actually sorry, calls for a fucking caucus, right?
2: <laughs> oh, I think this is the part where I'm like skipping ahead 10 seconds because I'm running out of time. I get it. So I'm, no, I missed I get it. a few I,
3: things here. I wish I could do the same thing. <laughs> now, there's one guy here who I can only describe as not bald yet. <laughs> we'll learn later that he's the doctor, mm-hmm. right? He's not, but he's scheduled for an early at the next, at bald's next earliest convenience, but he's not there yet.
2: And we learned that he's a doctor long after we should have learned that. Yeah. Like Way if they knew he was longer, the doctor, yeah. they waited a really long time to go to him. Spoiler alert. So,
3: yeah. So, but, but, so everybody in the congregation, except for the pre ball doctor, agrees that they shouldn't get the mark of the beast and they should go hide in the woods or something.
2: Oh, that's what that's the sorting here? Because they're starting to team up.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, this is an actual footage of an Iowa caucuses and yeah. <laughs> they've decided <laughs> some of them are gonna go into the woods or whatever. They're already in the woods. I don't know. It's not clear.
3: Yeah, they just ADR'd it a little bit. Much like the real Iowa
0: caucuses
3: yeah. <laughs> <some> <laughs> afterwards, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so they all go to leave it's uh, Pete starts leading them in song at some point, kinda like out of the blue. And I so wanted everybody to just be like, Pete, could you could you not we're having a well, They kinda do.
0: Yeah. Because they get they do like a (laughs) Jesus loves me. Swish swish. They start to all walk out. He's like, oh, we're not going to do the 17 verses of Jesus loves me, this I know. And they're like, nah, Pete, we're just going to Yeah.
3: No, they all walk off mid fucking song. I'm like, that's a that's a bit of a fuck you to Pete. You you let him finish, don't you?
0: We're gonna kinda, you'll never walk alone this, Pete, if you don't mind. We're gonna sort (laughs) of walk and (laughs) dead.
3: So, okay, so we cut to Pug the next day. The census has happened, and all the main characters didn't show up. So he's out looking for them. He's got a hunch where they might be. So he t- he calls radio's Alice. He's like, I won't be around for the next days, a couple of days. I'm checking out a hunch. And I'm like, mm, martial law, I feel like we would need you here for those days. But okay. So he drives out into the woods where apparently there's like an old, I don't know, old mission or hotel or apartment complex or something. Old, like, I, I have a sneaking suspicion the filmmakers found this and they're like, guys, rapture movie, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, an old wooden spool factory from the first shot we get. <laughs> Sure. That's also a level from GoldenEye and the, the <laughs> Alamo paintball range. It's like the perfect thing to have this big scene and they don't even use it for a
0: fight scene. And I think we do a pretty good job of capturing these movies on this podcast. But one of the places we consistently fail is long boring walking scenes. And <laughs> I will never convince you, <laughs> podcast listener, just how much time Pug spends gent ever so gently pacing around going, nope, nobody here. <laughs> it's it is
3: it goes on for over three minutes, literally. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's and that's just the walking because there's other yeah. scenes where he's walking, but you're forgetting about all the scenes where they were just driving. And doing nothing. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Yeah. There's like like 45% of this movie is just walking and driving. Yeah. We watch him go up like eight
1: flights (laughs) of stairs and then stop at the top and look around. There's nothing. And then go down (laughs) those eight flights of stairs. So slowly. I feel
3: bad for this overweight actor at a certain point, right? There's just like, you don't, he doesn't have to go up all the stairs. We get the, we get the idea. He checked upstairs, but no, they, they make him walk up all of them. And then, so finally, so he's about to leave and he hasn't found the, we cut to the good guys a couple of times. They're hiding somewhere that he hasn't found, right? There's no suspense, but they're, they're like parallel editing it as though there was. And then he like, sees a rat and he's like, I'm evil. I shall murder this rat. And he shoots it with a shotgun.
2: Oh, yeah. Why? No reason.
0: I wanted so bad for him to be like painted with rat guts and have him be like, why did I
3: do that? <laughs> <laughs> it was so close to me. After Just all. exploded. Well, also, like he's in the middle of this concrete block when he does this, right? Because the walls are completely unadorned. It's a concrete building. It would be so goddamn loud with that shotgun. I wanted his ears to be bleeding when he walked out, right? <laughs> but he leaves and then... Pete comes in right behind him with a fish in hand. And he's like, hey, it looks like they didn't find us hiding Christians. And they're like, wow, weird that we have a d- devoted three fucking minutes to the scene then, huh? Mm-hmm. Seems like a strange choice by us. And Pete goes, you know, I was so close to him when he walked by I me. Mean, I could have murdered him. And they're like, good thing you're a Christian and you didn't murder him. He's like, right. And then we go on for like the rest of the movie of all this shit that he could have avoided if he just murdered him.
0: He might as well act it out with, like, them showing it, showing them wrist control on the girls. Like, and then I would have been like, wah, 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 wah,
3: wah, is- And he would have been like, please, Pete, please go easy. I mean, I would have been like, no, no.
1: Nunchucks now.
0: Oh, you beat me. I was literally about to say I'm going to do some kata with my nunchucks out back if you guys want to watch. They're actually called nunchaku. <laughs> oh, God. Take it serious. Deadly weapon. <laughs> so-
3: So yeah, okay, so then we cut to June and Cindy rooting through some garbage, hoping to find canned food or whatever. Cindy literally checks the couch cushions of this (laughs) abandoned couch And finds a can of pork and beans in them.
2: A big can, too. Not one of the little ones. Yeah, right.
1: Very like, to be clear, somebody (laughs) lost that in their sofa. (laughs) Yes. Right. An
0: industrial size, Like, I'm going to feed a kindergarten class pork and beans. Right. Yes. Uh They're
1: watching TV and then they look to the side and they're like, that's gone. No idea where. Where the fuck? I don't know. I better throw out this sofa now.
3: Industrial (laughs) size can of pork and beans. Go. Yeah. So they, But they find the pork and beans and just then they hear dogs. They hear dogs barking and the cops are coming to get them. So they have to run. So now we're going to spend, again, three minutes, I'm not exaggerating, watching these people run away. And not like in a <laughs> suspenseful way, right? Like it's just, we watch the two women run through an area and then we watch two cops with two dogs run through that same area a second later.
0: Yeah. Kara, when did women learn to run without falling down? Because
3: <laughs> apparently know. it
0: was
2: not well, so this movie came out two years before I was born, and I've never fallen down when I run. So
3: <laughs> All right. So it was between nineteen eighty one and eighty three that we yeah, narrowed it down. I think so. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's a weird challenge to our listeners to trip you. I don't I'm not saying anyone should trip Kara. <laughs> oh, Eli. You see, no. I'm saying if you know where Kara jogs and you set out a tripwire and you film it,
3: that's funny. <laughs> no, no, I don't even think you're allowed to say that much. <laughs> So, yeah, so they run away for three minutes. And then finally, June is like, you know, we need to split up. This scene is just tedious as it is. We need to split up or something. So Cindy runs one way. June runs the other. The the cops follow June and they catch her. And then she's like, please, Jesus, let me go to heaven and, and, and come inside me or whatever it takes. And then she fucking dies. She
0: dot, you get a self destruct button after the apocalypse, <laughs> which rules, and also I would super abuse it, right? The first time I was reaching for something that was too high on a shelf, I would accidentally use the self destruct button.
3: <laughs> oh, fucking kill me. Uh, you really shouldn't have gone with the depressives. We shouldn't have given this to everybody. Yeah. But yeah, so Pug's like, tell me where they are. Wait, are you fucking dead? That's no fair. No fair.
2: What was he doing to her before she died, though? Like, I feel like she died to escape his weird, creepy vibes. Okay. Yeah, he
1: spent about eight minutes stroking the side of her face, which was very. Yes. At
2: one point, he rubs his thumb across her lips. Yes. Like, oh. And
0: Kara, yes. Kara brought this up. So I'm going to talk about it. She dies. He's like, ah, she's dead. And then he says to the other guys, I'll be there in a bit.
2: Oh, for sure. No. He's confused because he hasn't quite tried necrophilia before, but he's like sort of into it. Like, there is a (laughs) scene that was on the cutting room floor. That definitely happened.
3: I mean, it's really hard to otherwise explain why it's like, so why don't you guys uh, leave without me then and take the dogs?
2: Can you guys also explain again with the internal consistency and logic? Okay, so there's all these Christians who have not been raptured. For whatever reason, she gets raptured. Nobody else does. But she just slumps over. She's not a pile of clothes. She has a dead body left behind, I guess, for Pug?
3: Oh, yep. interesting.
2: Yeah, like, why right. Is this why happening? wouldn't she get
3: bamfed? Uh, I do love the
0: idea, though, of it's just being like a tardy rapture, right? Like <laughs> yeah. God's like, oh shit, I forgot June.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, like Home Alone meets Years of the Beast. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and then so okay, so then Steven runs to check on her. Right? Cindy gets back and she's like, oh, the, you know, the cops were chasing us. I don't know where June is. So Steven runs back to check on her, and Pug gets the drop on him then Steven lives out stupid white guy fantasy where he knocks the gun away and he punches Pug out with his uppercut.
1: With his show Ryukin dragon punch? Yes! Yes!
3: He might as well have yelled (laughs) I cast fireball. (laughs) Yes. I wrote Steve stops the gun the way your
0: uncle shows you karate on the front porch of his house (laughs) before you stop
3: going there anymore. (laughs) So yeah, so he punches Pug out Steven runs away and Pug shoots him multiple times. He's like, oh, right. Yeah, because he has a gun. Right. I guess. Gun. I should have been juking. I should have juked.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but bullets ain't got nothing on these Christian bones. Have they killed any? Oh, they did. (laughs) They killed the Dobbs.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. They needed a shotgun to do it. But yeah.
1: He's just got Bibles taped all across his body.
3: (laughs) 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 So. But yeah, but even shot multiple times, Steven manages to hide well enough that Pug doesn't see him. But Pete somehow senses that Steven might be unconscious in the woods somewhere. So he goes out and he pokes every bush in the Pacific Northwest until he finds the one that Steven's passed out in, right?
1: Yeah. In fairness, this town is like a hundred square feet based on people <laughs> finding each other.
3: Or
0: as I prefer to think of it, he was in the first bush he looked in. He was just like, now it's going to be a lo Oh, nope, there he is. Never mind. Never right. mind. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so, but they, but Steven says, yeah, June is dead. And, and, and Pete's like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, how the fuck do either of you know that? It doesn't, that doesn't (laughs) make sense. But they, but they, he drags Steven back to the hideout all shot and fucked up. They show us like, cause they're, they're going up a rope ladder to get to the place where they're hiding. And I guess the filmmakers were like, well, he wouldn't be able to go up a rope ladder in, in the shape that he's in. So they show us like him being pulled up on a rope swing. But how do they get in that last foot? or so, right? Like, where he has to go up and over.
0: (laughs) Also, that wasn't my question. Like, you didn't need to dedicate the time and effort you put into this movie to be like, and we did haul him up with a rope, so don't worry, there were multiple forms of rope vessel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We bounced him off a trampoline a few times, that went badly.
3: (laughs) And so, okay, and then we cut to Gary and Pete going to poison the dogs as revenge for for June dying, yeah. What's happening? Fuck you guys. You're the bad guys now. I don't like <laughs> it, you anymore. It feels so
0: weird. Like there's so many other things you could do to move the plot forward, right? It might. They might as well be like, "All right, now here we are. We're gonna go beat the shit out of Pug's baby." Like, <laughs> right? <why>? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just be going to fight Pug because you don't like the conflict is with him, right?
3: Right, no need to fucking kill the dogs. But yeah, so Pete is running up to poison the dogs and Pug pulls up just then and catches him before he can, right? And then Pete shoots him to death. But in a like main character is going to need some last words in a second kind of a way, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Doesn't he say something like they shot you pretty bad, Pete. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steven <laughs> runs over and pulls him in his arms very romantic. He's like, they shot you pretty bad and I wrote in my notes, yeah, obviously, man.
2: Yeah, as opposed to <laughs> shooting you not so bad. That's not a bad bullet wound. <laughs> like, what? And in the
0: weirdest postscript to this scene possible, Remember Alice, the assistant on the first date from the very beginning of the movie? Nope. She witnesses Prepper Pete get killed and she decides to deliver the dog poison. And so we watch Pug, like, get ready to murder her, like... Why they thought we needed to wrap up Alice, the office assistant's plotline
3: it will forever be beyond me. And why they felt the need to go ahead and kill the dogs anyway at this point also could use some explanation. Yeah. What
1: do they always say in movies? Do you always kill the dog? Is it yeah, always it's kill always the dog? Her,
3: yeah, and the
0: clown. They were the, only allowed to use those dogs if they promised to kill them by the end of the production. Oh, the 1980s Christ. were a very, very different time.
3: So yeah, so so Gary goes back to the hideout and starts yelling at Cindy because she's a woman and he's a man <laughs> about how they need to leave.
0: I, I know Stephen's not awake, so I was thinking I could be a total piece of shit to you, you know, just to just to keep the feeling alive. Yeah,
3: <laughs> right. But he's like, we need to leave, and she's like, well, but Stephen is still like all shot to shit with his multiple gunshot wounds. We need to help him, and and Gary's like. It's the it we're all going to, Jesus is going to be back in a couple of weeks with a sword in his mouth. We all die then anyway. <laughs> why the fuck are we dragging this out for
0: him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now there's a crazy billionaire reboot. We've watched 38 of these. I want one where people are just like lazily accepting everything cuz they know it ends in death anyways. Like, yeah, no, stab me in the heart, you fucking horse locust. Who gives a shit? I don't care.
2: <laughs> yeah, isn't that just Okay. Isn't that just don't look up? Like we already saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right,
3: honestly. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, so but 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 Cindy's like, "I have a Bible quote, so I win." And he's like, "You do win, damn it." And so they decide to take Steven to a doctor that they apparently could have taken him to at any point. <laughs> right? They have, they've had him for days with gunshot wounds out in the woods. And they're like, oh, fucking the pre bald guy. He's the doctor. He is a fucking doctor. Right. So they, turn, they dress up Steve as a
1: baby and abandon him at the doctor's yes! front porch. Yeah.
3: Leaving him on his front porch like a flaming bag of poop or something. Yeah. The, and the doctor's like, oh, drag him in real quick. He says, and I quote, well, at least he doesn't have the plague. Oh,
2: yeah. What's going on here? How You can't just throw the plague right? into the plot. Yeah,
3: it's, it's
0: like they had our apocalypse movie checklist and they were like, shit, we didn't do plague. Can we say the word plague in the last five minutes of the movie yeah, and still right. get a
3: full bingo square? Yeah, so... <laughs> So the doc operates on him. The next morning, they're trying to decide what to do. They're like, you know, should we turn him in for being for not having the mark of the beast, or should we not? And the doctor is like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn him in, obviously. Why would I not do that? I'm not even Christian anymore. And so the wife sends him away as soon as he's out of the door, right? The wife
0: slaps him awake. She's like, Steve, wake up, wake up, Steve, great. She stuffs these pills in his pocket, shoves him out the front door. I wanted so badly for him to just drop dead on the front porch and for her to be like... <laughs> Right, not how healing right. works, <laughs> Shit. Uh.
3: Well, but luckily for him, apparently Gary and Cindy just sat next to that guy's house at the corner the whole time, waiting for her to shove him out the door the next day.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? So, so okay, so now the three of them... Gary, Cindy, and Steven are going to head for the high country.
2: Yeah, get it. I want to go to the high country. That sounds like fun. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot
3: of time in the high country. Let me tell I was going to say, it's called Colorado, Kara. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like Colorado.
3: So they come across the dead body, and this is, they, like they, I guess they had to mention it twice or whatever. They come across the dead body, and they go, it's the plague. Yeah. And I'm like, right, no, we heard you the first like time. Like, they just know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing
0: I have to mention about this corpse is that this was very clearly like a grip or someone who agreed like, eh, it's fine. I won't make you hire another actor. And he is doing a terrible job of not breathing. <laughs> like yes. I'm watching this actor be like, stop breathing, Steven. I'm going to die. <laughs> Tiny little breaths.
3: Tiny little breaths. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, so time passes while they're in the... The mountains. We cut to the Antichrist real quick. The Antichrist is sick of Chinese people and quote, pig Jews. Pig Jews. What? No
0: idea. Non kosher,
1: just reform.
3: (laughs) I
0: feel like this might have been like the actor caught off camera and they were like, no, we can use this. It's 1981. I get it.
3: Yeah, but apparently those are the people that aren't accepting his dominion over the earth is as, as China and the Jews. Pig Jews, specifically. P- pig, specifically the pig Jews. Yeah.
1: Were the non-pig Jews different as a group about this? He, he doesn't clarify, but I like to think
0: that he's got a couple of non-pig Jews he's a fan of.
1: <laughs> okay. Cooperative non-pig.
3: Got it. Yeah. He says, I am their God. If they want war, I'll give them war. I'm serious enough to drop this rose over it dramatically, even. <laughs>
0: he drops this. It's a <laughs> potted rose, right? So it's supposed to be this, like, forbidding gesture of, like, the flower fall. But it's like, psh, I really wanted him to turn to Rasputin and be like, you were supposed to catch that, man.
3: Great. Now we gotta <laughs> fucking I wanted a fucking this? blue rupee to pop out of it, but yeah. What
0: the hell are we supposed to do with this?
1: Now? <laughs> Let's walk back to the the beginning of our little walk and talk. And at the end, I'm gonna throw this. You fucking catch it. I don't look. It, it's awesome. <laughs>
3: So, okay, so now we're we're going to get their low-budget pre-CGI war shot B-roll. Yeah. But you have to look at this and you have to be like, are there really people dying in these scenes? I think there probably <laughs> are. Right,
2: yeah.
0: I don't know if they had stock footage in 1981, but if they did, they invented it for this movie, right? Oh. It's like, I have this wall footage I spilled pink paint on. Do you want this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, we'll take it and not explain <laughs> it. That sounds great.
1: Yeah, this guy's like riding pterodactyls, shooting machine guns at each other. <laughs> that's a real thing in the Civil War, but that's Yeah, you know, no, in dated. the Civil War that happened a lot.
3: So yeah, so we get a bunch of tanks, one airplane, and a hydrogen bomb. Yeah. Right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's our montage. So now we cut back to the mountains where the real interesting stuff is happening. The gang has been there so long that they have short beards now, Gary and Stephen do anyway.
1: Uh, Cindy, not so much. It was a short beard length of war that happened. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> yeah. But
0: Stephen is very clearly that type of guy that cannot grow a beard no matter how hard he tries. <laughs> so this is very clearly supposed to be like months later, but he's got a fucking yeah. five <laughs> o'clock shadow. Couple tough. He looks yeah. like your nephew <laughs> trying to grow his first mustache. He looks
3: like a rapist. <laughs> Jeez. Gotta forcibly shave it off him at Thanksgiving. <laughs> But apparently, Pug has been looking for him this whole time. He hasn't had anything better to do. He's been he's been following them through the high country like fucking Javert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's dying of plague as this is happening. He's very yep, committed. He's got the spots. To yep. killing these,
2: f- is that what's wrong with his face? Yeah, yeah that's he's the got plague.
3: plague. See, I thought he was growing tiny little devil horns out of his forehead because they're they have them like, but r-
2: also on his cheeks.
3: Well, yeah, there was one on his cheek too. Yeah, so okay. All right, we'll go play. Again. Cheek
1: horns. There's cheek horns. Yes, yeah. <laughs> He's oh, a gross. pig Jew.
2: Never say cheek horns again.
0: Oh, please keep that in the episode.
1: <laughs>
2: please. <laughs> please. I beg Morgan? you just
1: keep. You need please. to just, all you have to do is just to delete my track and then everything is smooth. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he sees, Pug sees
3: Gary and he's like, haha ha, I've got him. But first, let me, Free climb one handed up a sheer rock face with a shotgun in the other hand so I could be above them. (laughs) Why the fuck would he need to be above? He can just go in and be like, I'm the one with the gun. (laughs) Right. But no, Mm -hmm. Uh, he goes the long way around.
1: If he was low, they were going to be like, yeah, but below us by a little bit. So, (laughs) fuck you. We look much taller than you. (laughs) This
3: is, I'm sorry, we're playing by joust rules in the high country. It's about who's higher in the high country. Duh. So, yeah. So, as he's doing this, we cut over to Stephen and Gary and Cindy, and they're talking about how great heaven's going to be and how they're going to see Pete and June again. And I'm sorry, anyone looking forward to heaven is always going to be some creepy shit in my mind. Yep. And then Gary would like to uh, to lead us in an atonal three different keys version of some Christian hymn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They start singing, We Shall Endure. I don't know if that's the title. He sings a little bit. They're like, all right, cool. And they sing along with him. And then Cindy starts up a second verse and they're like, oh, you're going to, you're going to do we're going to do the whole he's coming thing it just soon. doesn't
0: work so <laughs> it's like people doing the other verses of Jingle Bells right it's like, yeah, a right, day or right. two I ago no. I
1: thought I'd shut
0: the fuck up Kyle okay
1: <laughs> nobody knows the extra verse to the Cheers theme song you're an asshole everybody just knows the one <laughs> her horse was leaning like get the fuck out of my house
0: man
3: <laughs> get the fuck out get out take your kids I don't fucking care <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately though as they're singing pug gets over like above their little campsite and is like now i will shoot them downwardly haha but just then steven notices that the birds aren't singing the bugs aren't buzzing everything is unnaturally still <laughs> and then a bright Jesus light descends upon them, and the final part of the rapture with the lights happens.
0: <laughs> okay, Noah, I'm I'm sure this is important. Can we, can we talk about the noise?
3: It is precisely <laughs> in between a fly in your ear and nails on a goddamn chalkboard. It's the
0: silliest,
3: <laughs> right? Like I know it sounds like I'm just, I, I, it sounds like I'm just saying the two most universally disliked sounds, but that's exactly what they went with. For, let me be clear, the
0: rest of the film, right? Yes. Until the movie ends, there will be a like. <laughs> <"Ee!">
3: <laughs> and then Pug turns around and I'm pretty sure tries to shoot Jesus. Oh. Right. <laughs> he sees the bright light, he turns his shotgun around and he just fires at it. <laughs> Where's that doodly dude?
0: The guy who just <laughs> keeps trying to shoot Jesus. Right? I'll get him in a second. One minute. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the power of the eighties synth and the bug noises make makes it not work.
3: And <laughs> yes. Uh, it
0: falls
1: off the side. <laughs> no.
3: Yeah. He falls to his death. They're like, see, it's okay if God kills him.
2: Yeah. Like God makes him jump, which is a little weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. It didn't look like right, a I, fall to me.
3: Could just be bad actor, but yeah, it's one or the other <laughs> or both. It could be both, I guess. But yeah. And then we get these little blobs of light zooming down like we're in a wave shooter or something. <laughs>
1: a lot can happen to a man when they're out in the timber. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this was not on Pete's list, damn it. Yeah. but And then we watched Steven, Cindy and Gary just smile at the Jesusness of it all. You know, because obviously they can't show us sword mouth Jesus at this point. So we just have to watch people watch him, I guess. Yeah. And then we closed the movie on what is almost certainly the Bible's most spermful quote, or the second one after the emissions of horses run, this is the actual quote. The spirit and the bridge say, come, and let him that heareth say, come. Surely I come quickly. (laughs) Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus.
2: (laughs) Semen. Come, come. come, come, (laughs) come. (laughs) Come. Great. Now we've got two <laughs> clips to sell from this
0: episode.
3: <laughs> really they have we got a, we we're really helpful. So okay, and then nobody lives happily ever after, I guess. But in a, <laughs> but in a good way, right? I just fucking religion is w- weird. Anyway, Kara, thank you so much for joining us. It's so good to have you back on the show.
2: Yeah, that's just that's it. That's the movie at that point. Yeah, that
3: <laughs> that's the end end. The that's just that's it's, the end,
2: you guys. It,
3: it ends on... Well, I mean, look, after that much come, it's over, okay? it's not going to go a second <laughs> yeah. time after that. True. And a quick reminder, of course, if you want to hear more from Kara, be sure to check out the show notes for links to her other work. And, well, that's going to do it for our review of Years of the Beast. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to bait our own trap for next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. A loving husband's
0: faith is put to the test when his wife is murdered, and he must decide between forgiveness and exacting violent retribution. We'll be watching 70
3: times 7. Oh, I bet they can't do the math on that. So with that to look forward to, we're gonna bring episode three seventy seven to a merciful Close. Once again, a huge thanks to Kara for helping us out, and a perhaps even huger thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at Patreon.com slash godawful, and thereby early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review and by sharing our show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, the scathing atheist citation to Minus, and the Skeptocrat, available wherever podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawful movies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the offices is of a P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan people drafts on Mars. All the other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, i Illusions. Promise to work harder and earn another chunk next week. Until then,
1: we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. The first several years of heaven after the rapture was angels shoveling rotting dead bodies at like an EPA <laughs> hazmat site.
2: <laughs> it's true. That would happen. The core cult crew rebuilt to form the most powerful megachurch in the lower 48. <laughs> <laughs> the great flash of light
3: turned out to be another nuke. Steven, Cindy, and Gary felt really silly in the seconds before they melted.
0: <laughs> Everyone who made this movie was demonstrably, irrevocably incorrect about when the world was Yep! <laughs>
3: <laughs> 41 years and counting. And the five count, I know it's been a while, Kara, so I'll, I'll remind you we do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, and you're in Florida now, so you might not remember how to count to five. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, here we go. Don't say gay. <laughs> I actually have a t-shirt that says, say gay, that I wear. Nice. nice. I also have a t-shirt nice. that I wear in Florida that says, I will aid and abet abortion. <laughs> oh, nice. hell yeah. Fantastic. Waiting to see when I get my ass kicked
0: is there a teenage bully out there who's really confused by the don't say gay law? <laughs> <laughs> so what do I call...
2: I, seems like you guys are on my side. This is... <laughs> well, That's that's how I felt about this whole movie with the cops being anti-Christian. But right? Right, right yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Almost
0: all cops are
2: bastard.
3: <laughs> all right. Way wait, to wait, wait, steer things back to the movie, Carol, well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <clears throat>
0: What have you done with Cara so, Santa Maria?
3: <laughs> all right, here we go. First. Yes. No, nope. you were first. Heath, you saw me. You saw I, no, he, me. He, he, you he got he, Eli clicked first. I'm on a delay. You. Why did you do that? <laughs> and so, just so, so that it's clear, her her Carlin 7, it would just be a long censored.
2: Yeah. Don't actually show them. Although if you want, like maybe one of them can squeeze through. Yeah. Some of those, like you can actually say, like "pit." you can say all I mean, of them. You apparently. can say all yeah. of them. On our yeah, show. that's we true. Don't
3: care. <laughs> we sh- yeah. we shy away from "cunt" on it, but I guess like, we do. Yeah, oh,
0: I love just "cunt." Cunt's, that one cunt's irritating like my favorite word. word. Cunt's so good. It was the best part of QED. Just yeah, call yeah, the,
1: the British and the Australians yeah. yeah. say it—it it sounds so yep. charming somehow. Yeah. Yep. yep. Sure do.
2: Okay, who am I in this? Old lady. Yes. Old lady. I love old lady boys.
3: You are an old lady, all torn up, but in heaven.
2: I'm torn up? Yeah, you, you oh, went yeah. through a grain, oh, a, a grain thresher. Oh, a grain thrasher. That kind of torn up.
3: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Good good clarification. <laughs> yeah. You can also be drunk
1: if you want. You can also yeah. be sexually used yeah, if you I want. Sexually
0: used. <laughs> not not <laughs> <your> character
2: <work. laughs> We're all coming from different <laughs> places here.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Normal. <laughs> okay. Right. And I'm just some other guy in heaven. Not yeah. Torn up in any way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Clean up recipes allow you to enjoy good times around the dinner table with loved ones and less time in the kitchen. Oh my God, I live alone. That's so sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, did, is that related to the copy in the ad or did you just like have a self-realization in the middle of
1: the ad? 20-minute <laughs> oh, wow. meals are perfect to eat right over the sink and immediately throw everything into it. <laughs>
0: Make sure you don't choke because no one will be there to save you. (laughs) Hello, Fresh. You can give yourself the Heimlich with a chair.
2: This is going to be your next ad, right? Like, write the shit down. It's gold. (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you need me to take that again or do you think you can just cut that off? I
3: think we probably do need it again.
2: Okay. I'm keeping all of this. This is the ad now. Okay, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) fuck. Okay.
0: Morgan, if you could send me Kara saying my teeth can bite through a man's rib cage, <laughs> like a bar of, like white, a bar chocolate. of white chocolate, and <laughs> can we just tweet that out well ahead of this episode's release? Kara, just add oh, that no. out of nowhere. It was <laughs> what are you aggressive. gonna do with that? I do a lot with <laughs> it. I'm gonna do a lot with it. I'm gonna make it my cell phone ring for when you call me. I'm gonna <laughs> sell merch, T-shirts. Yes, fuck yeah. Get like a T-shirt. And then that's the caption. Wait. No. We it stopped? could be like
2: one of those like birthday cards where you push the button and then I like... Oh, there I you yes. go.
0: <laughs> a doll with a string on the back. <clears throat> yeah. God, with yes. big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the teeth are made out of steel, like covered in chalk.
3: <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.